Okay, and how, hello everyone. Welcome. We're going to be on session 34 of Kingdom Divided. Last game, we started with uh, Leah Silveridge, uh, Leah Silveridge getting the note from Sovereign um, asking if she would um, be fine for getting married today, as today was an auspicious day in the palace calendar. Um, she goes to tell Rory, who's also received a letter, and they meet the mysterious figure Rindy Orduras, who was caught by the guards. Caden goes over and talks to him and says he will deliver a package as long as it is safe, and it is the armor of the Seat of Selene, as now Lya is an independent person and can choose to uh, fight for her title of her own accord, since she is not merely uh, a ward of her father. With the preparation of the wedding, Caden decides to look for an acorn and realizes trees are dangerous and decides not to climb one. Uh, Clemente steals a glass acorn with leaves from um, in the glass for every season. And while Siobhan goes out to get some ribbon, she meets a member of the Kanya again, and she starts to freak out and run. She escapes and returns back to the house guards, where multiple characters help her regain her composure. The wedding takes in place in the ruins of a palace chapel. Um, while they're um, on the Zarazovich side, there was really just the Zarazoviches and their guards, but Laya has some relatives that came, um, most notably uh, Errol Talmart, her uncle, and his son, and then the head of house Talmart Mercy, and two of uh, their entourage. One is Crindel Prasali, who is the head of the Estin Faith, and Zamala, who is the head of the Talmart Spy Network. While they undergo the palace ritual bond to bind them, um, Siobhan realizes as she gets too close to yeah. the edge of the ritual, her uh, brand um, tattoo of being connected um, to the Kanya is beginning to glow, which begins to kind of freak her out. The party leaves as they realize Bellringer guards are coming to clear the temple. The next um, situation that that dinner is Cosimir tries to explain to Barapin as Penelope Durand that House Govengard is likely to attack Rivercliff. But because of her history um, with support of the River's Empire and being on Covengard land, she does not, be being so close to Covengard land, she does not believe such a situation will occur. And she poo poos his warnings. Um, Seamus goes around looking for rumors on tattooed men and finds a blacksmith that tells him there's a roadhouse up the street where he knows many people who are marked. Um, the last thing that occurs is the party tries to tell, uh, tries to get information from Sovereign about the Kanya, and Sovereign's like, yes, yes, I did hire some Kanya to do some stuff. And he asks his now wife, uh, Lady Zarazovich, to uh, if he should tell the party uh, his situation, and she's like, yeah, no. Um, love him as she must. The Silverages aren't necessarily the most trustworthy of bunches. And he basically confesses to her that he used the Tanya to kill the Duke and Duchess of Belkind. Um, in further conversations, though, about the nature of the magical nature of the Kanya aspect, it seems that Siobhan has actually likely been invested with some sort of magical energy that the Kanya assassins were preparing to use to kill people at Deerholt. The fact that she survived and different people 
who died, the energy was still inside of her. It was not entirely expended. The Kanya wished to awaken that energy in her and may have her join, but it is the reason that they can find her and track her and have those types of connections. And that is where we ended then. Um, as we are on the next day, and we now have Daniel, who also has a new haircut. I have a haircut. I was about to say, Daniel's all like, got a new haircut and looking slick. Thank you. Yes. So, um, can I get uh, Daniel's prophecy and Laura at your leisure if you can push the date, which is a very eager movement <laughs> for uh, for Casimir? For, yeah, for Casimir, because every day is a closer day for him to have a chance to roll to not be paralyzed. Uh, I, I imagine he has like a actual calendar that he's just crossing up with a big circle as if it's Christmas. <laughs> So we are currently on the 27th of Rainmaro, which is basically February, and no prophecy again for the young heir. Um, does anyone have anything particular on their plate they would like to start with this morning? I know Siobhan wants to go have a conversation with her mother. Yes, while they are preparing to, to leave. Um as it is going to be fairly early, um, you are... Can you just give me a quick endurance roll? Either way, you'll get up, but if you fail the endurance roll, you'll be tired throughout the day because you're waking up so early. You may get perfectly. I did. morning, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, your nervous anxiety makes it that you don't have any difficulty in waking up when you when you desire. My mother has done some shit that's got an assassin trying to kill people. Um, so. so you're waking up at 4.30 to make sure that you get there um, mm -hmm. as they're leaving at dawn. Mm -hmm. um, can you give me also a will roll? Yes. Will or courage? Uh, courage, I'll let you roll. Yeah. Maybe you should take someone with you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna wake up Clemente. Be like, <laughs> I just, I didn't want you to go and be like, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 bodyguard, what am I paying you for? <laughs> yeah, bodyguard, wakey, wakey, we gotta go. I gotta go and see my my parents off. Oh, what do you mean, wake up? I'm having a talk. What? <laughs> I'll get Come you coffee. Just kind of slaps the air a little bit. I'll, like, you coffee. I'll bribe you with coffee and, and donuts. <laughs> can you post me the link to the what happened last session, please? Yeah, one sec. I, I just had it open. Do I also need to roll because I've been awoken from my slumber? Um, I will uh, let you roll it, and you only need to break a six because you didn't have to self-wake. What am I rolling? I'm sorry. The... Endurance. Endurance. Oh. Ooh. All right. That is breaking a six. You're feeling pretty hey. good. You're like, ah, I'm doing something. Get my blood running. <laughs> <laughs> I just wake up and do like five jumping jacks. I'm like, all right. All right, I'm up. I'm up. Okay. Um, so... 
as you are walking uh, to where she's kind of directing you to the main kind of thoroughfare where people are kind of packing up and like doing their bit, um, you do see a group of mercenaries that have been hired to um, protect uh, Siobhan's parents on the trip to uh, Faymill, which is where they are going. Um, there is a young woman that is in the entourage of uh, Ursula, which is uh, Siobhan's mother, who is kind of getting everything packed and ready for them. Do I recognize the young woman? Um, not particularly. Would you like a picture? Yes, please. And I'm suspicious of people now. <laughs> Uh, it's weird that it feels this picture is too big. So I'm going to just take a quick screenshot and then I'll get you that. There you go. <laughs> kind of looks like the picture of my mother a little bit. A little bit. She's much younger. Your mother is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, could I do? Would she be someone who would have a reputation that I could roll that on? I would say if you roll a reputation, you will learn if she has a reputation. There we go. <laughs> um, uh, she is uh, not a noble. She is a commoner person. She has a simple status of two. Okay. Still better than Clemente. Yes. <laughs> well, Clemente is a hunted assassin of a death cult. It's not what you start with when you're at a dinner party. <laughs> hey, Clemente. <laughs> like one guy's like, oh, I went to this fancy school. Oh, I'm a knight of the realm. What about you? I'm a hunted member of a death cult. <laughs> oh. um... Famous for different reasons. Yes. For different reasons. Okay. Um, I'm going to go up to my mother as they're packing. And uh, are you guys sure you have everything? Oh, yes, dear. I'm so glad. You didn't have to wake up to, to, to send us off. We'll be seeing you shortly after the war. And I'll definitely be making a point that after the war, we will be able to go to your wedding in, in White Star. I know. I know. Um, I'm... I I just wanted to make sure and come and see you both uh, that you were both off safely. You know, these are troubled times. Absolutely. And and I just wanted to make sure that I got to meet Timothy and we got to make sure that we gave him your blessing and that we made sure everything felt above board for him and that everything just seemed all appropriate. Well, it was interesting when I even went to speak with him. He said that uh, he was hardly uh, surprised that uh, Ursula's daughter would be coming to so directly to proposition him. He says such silly things. Um, mm. You realize that your mother has two stilettos hidden up the sleeves of her arms. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, I look to the young woman. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't, I'm afraid I don't know what your name is. Um, I'm Siobhan Silveridge, Lady Ursula's daughter. And who might you be? Oh, uh, I, I'm just Denise, my, my lady. And then she, she bows and gives abeyance. Hmm. There's no need for, for any of that. Uh, are you... Uh, working with my mother? Oh, um, as she was in such a, a rush to come from Windbreak, her normal lady of waiting was unable to come. So when they arrived here, I have been asked if at all I could uh, assist your mother. Well, I'm glad that you could be of assistance. I, I know that... Uh... It's been a, a, a bit, been a long, strange trip uprooting everything. And I know that if I didn't have, for example, Cousin Seamus over here, who um, has helped keep me safe uh, on our journeys, I don't know where I would be. I'm looking over at Seamus like, yes, Cousin Seamus. Uh, Seamus <laughs> offers a, uh, a cordial bow. <laughs> 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 Um, but I was wondering if before you head on the road, uh, if you and I could have just a quick uh, chat, Mother. Uh, of course, um, Denise, if you'd be so happy to help, can Kay bring some of the stuff in? Of course, my lady. Okay. Uh, Seamus also heads out with with um, with her to offer her hand. Okay. Assuming that this is a private talk that you'd like to have with your yeah. mother. Yes. And maybe you and could make sure Denise is all on the up and up. <laughs> Main status um, too over there really hit it off. So I will there's a role I don't expect you to win, but I don't want to deny you the role. Okay. Um I'd like you to do a cunning memory, but really don't expect anything if the socks aren't knocked off. And who who's making the roll? Siobhan. Okay. Uh, there it is. Socks socks are on. Shoes off. Socks are on. Okay. Okay. So, let you have your conversation. Um. So don't be angry at father. But he may have, we had a discussion the other day where he may have revealed a little bit about your past and your history. And, um, and I'm not here to discuss that so much as I am here to ask that, is it possible and whatever has happened in your past, that there could be someone who might be very angry at you for things that might have happened in the past. Angry enough that they might want to try and do you harm. Well, this is not a conversation in any depth in a domain that is not ours. I will say the reason I am not the person I was is every day I 
through pebbles in a sea that's ripples were people who were harmed. I ask this only because of what happened at Deerholt. What happened at Deerholt hasn't stopped or gone away. Thank you. And I don't believe Deerholt was caused by that, and I do have a reason to believe that. Um, Heinrich's mother was killed at Deerholt. Yes. If I was the person who was so hated, they would have put equal effort to strike me. But they focused on father instead. The reason this, cut, this has come uh, up... Siobhan, Siobhan, I do have a theory that I have never told your father. All right. I think... It's something Malcolm did. Who did they strike? His firstborn? Yeah. It, it, Heinrich's mother is, is Haley. Yeah. The third... The... Peter McBravo, how would he be tied into this? Peter McBravo was already in the connections of being now the his his sister was the the heir wife of Connor already. Mm. This is was an attack on Malcolm's influence, if anything, and. Malcolm was not a loved man. I, I can't imagine why. So if you look at who is actually hurt, Haley Silveridge, Connor's brother-in-law, your father, and you. It was, uncle, it was Grandfather Malcolm. It is an assault on Grandfather Malcolm's legacy. Because they weren't successful with father, whatever it is they use to empower themselves, it is apparently still attached to me. I'm, and I'm being followed by these same group of people. I don't think they mean me any harm, any ill. At least uh, Sovereign doesn't think that they owe me any ill will and he seems to know about these things and I, I don't know who the target is and who I need to protect Sovereign Zarazovich is a sun on a bright day it's nice that it's there but it can burn people unprepared I won't disagree with that but he was Lila's choice and I love and support Lila. 
I don't know Sovereign well, and I am I'm not going to judge Sovereign. He has information that I didn't have on people who have been chasing me down since Deerhold. And I'd very, very much like it to stop. There's a way that we've read that would stop it, but I doubt it would be pleasant. That's what I heard. No, the way to stop it. Stop what it? The Kanye's connection to you. No, I heard that it was not pleasant. The way to break it. Oh. I'll tell you what I know. Maybe we're talking about different things. All right. There's a Ramirez Sea Witch connection that allows a man to change their name and their true connection to all spells and aspects that are connected to them. It is a rebirthing ceremony based on the witches on the hill nearby. The same ones who were doing horrible sacrifices that we stumbled upon and called the authorities on? Your mom kind of tries to be like, I try not to focus on such things. <sighs> Perhaps we shouldn't discuss that so much when there is a... When, you know, the, the king of the bells is probably somewhere within the vicinity. It's better to say it in front of the King of the Bells than obviously Guadalupe. She nearly crashed Lila's wedding. It wouldn't hurt for you to represent a little stronger bell runner. I know, Mother. I know. Especially if you're going to be a duchess. I can represent being a stronger bell ringer. I have nothing necessarily against the bell ringers. You know my position on this. I know your position has always been the support of Henge and Silverridge. Which has rarely been the support of strong bell ringers. I will do my best to be a very good duchess who represents all the people in White Star, including the faithful bell ringers. I'm going to go see Marinda Silveridge McBravo when we finally get to Henge. I know that your uncle will be happy to have us there. And once this war is complete and you are married, we can deal with this Kanye issue. All right. But I will let you and Father get on the road and um, be safe to both of you. Of course. Um, can I get a, a, notice from, a notice or awareness from Clemente? Dun, dun, dun. This one's good. I'm trying to find... Oh, there it is. She's cute. That's the answer on a five. 
Okay. So, uh, after helping her move some packages, and uh, uh, Mike, you're very... killed because you can't notice shit. <laughs> I have a lack of awareness, I guess you could say. For a thief? Well, right? He's like, he doesn't want to look at his own crimes. <laughs> he, He's, he literally can't look at himself in the mirror. Okay. <laughs> Did you steal that? I don't remember. <laughs> Nobody saw nothing, including me. Exactly. You're like, I'm innocent when you're in <laughs> in Bellwall prison. Innocent. You're like, they caught it on you. I was framed. <laughs> Did you steal this item? I don't remember. <laughs> so, Siobhan eventually gets back with uh, uh, Clemente, and as they do, it is just early enough in the morning that everyone is going to be woken up without penalty. Um, obviously, except uh, Casimir and uh, Laya, who are all sleeping both next door. Yes. Yep. Sleeping with your uh, with your now spouses. Yes. Something or as, oh, as Casimir ahead. is now uh, just kind of like ow, 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 ow. <laughs> This Somebody is the price of your, of your state, baby. I'll just live yeah. with it. Something tells me Penelope is an early riser. Uh, and Casimir uh, is uh, um, regretting the amount of wine he drank yesterday. <laughs> yes. You're like, all this movement you're making in the room, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> go hang out with my, my, my brothers and my cousins. See, whereas so, I think Lila is an early riser on this is the beauty of role play is that I can pretend that I'm an early riser somewhere. And <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, so she's she's probably up. I don't know if Sovereign I feel like he's a he's a get up at a normal hour guy, but he's he probably stays up really, really late. Exactly. No, yeah. He's definitely the guy who goes to sleep at three but wakes <clears throat> up at eight. Yeah. So, um, it's more than fine for you to go and then see your family while he is snoring away. Okay. Yeah, I'll give him an extra, you know, hour and a half to two hours. Sovereign doesn't snore. He does gentle, dark puffs of magic. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. It's when you have shadow demons in your lungs, it's called sleep apnea. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it is? I want to see that on the Damn. It's rough. <laughs> so, um, as uh, Lyle leaves the, the area, you notice that there is some bristly attitude between Silverage guards and Zarazovich guards now that they're like standing next to each other. <laughs> I don't even have to ask why. Because I'm sure one's try to assert the authority over the other. 
and it's not going well. Uh, it's a little, it's a little bit more defined than that. If you want a status mm -hmm. roll, I'd be happy to explain it. Okay. I'm trying to, sorry, I was trying to figure out Caden, your picture is from something I know, but I can't think of what it is. Cocoon. Yeah. My grandparents love that movie. Uh, status is not, well, I mean, I just don't have anything investiture in it. So good enough. Um, they don't feel they're a great house. The Silveridges. Because they're a duke, and he's a knight. Right. Um, and he's allowed to have a military entourage, which is actually illegal. Um, because you have to be a duke, or they have to be a mercenary of Pearstone, or you have to be supportive of a duke. He's not even a baron to Covenguard to then be able to allow him to have troops. So they're kind of just like. You can't be here as a representation if you're basically bandits. That's the opinion of the Silver Ages. Which is ironic since we're all pirates. They're like, we're better pirates, though. Right, but we're anti-bandit. Yes. That's true. We, I mean, we allow an entire house to cut off people's hands because fuck them bandits. Damn, right. No well, bandits, pro-pirates. Pro-pirates. I will I, graciously I, try to insinuate myself into the tension by saying, I'm sure everything is, is going um, along yeah, okay. Um, the Silveridge Guard says, um, the Zarazovich Guard seem to have a entitlement of a nature of protection and where their authority lands that we seem to be having conflict of. I'm sure we can respectfully work it out, though. I wouldn't want to disrupt House Zarazowicz's uh, daily routines by disrupting their house guards, now would we? I... It might be a lot easier if Rory gave a, a decision about what we're supposed to be doing, my lady. I will bring it up to my lord father and see uh, what advice he may have on the situation. Thank you, my lady. I, I, I don't want there to be a conflict between you and your new house. It is just we have a very strong obligation and there's already been violence twice in these corridors. I can appreciate that. Excuse me. One of the Zarazovich guards says in Estin, um, think how many assaults there would have been if we weren't already stopping all the assassins and spies. I don't disagree, <laughs> but I'm not going to be like, oh, high five. I'm just going to be like, whoa. It's like the mom look. It's like, I don't disagree with you, but we're going to talk about this later. <laughs> Um, oh, and also, like, they give a little guff that they're basically all holding halberts in a hallway that you probably couldn't even spin it. <laughs> Silver Ridge or Zarazovich? 
Zerzovich's all have their halberts because they use them in their teleport. Right. Yeah, I figured that, but I just wanted to make sure that I did have it. Yeah, it's like, uh, why are you sitting here with absolutely also ineffectual weapons in the middle of, like, longsword and a, and a dagger is the way to fight in these hallways. And the Zerzovich is saying, nope, the way to fight in these hallways is teleport behind the enemies. So fuck you. We tell a different methodology. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I may okay. drop here a second because Discord's acting funny. No worries. Okay. So while he is dropping, um, uh, Laya and uh, Siobhan enter the room of the rest of the group as Karig is also waking up and everyone is good and good, good, good and ready to go. I in fact remark on the fact, oh, there he went. Yep. Remark on the fact you're up awfully early. Did you go for a constitutional walk? Um, I went to see walk. my parents off. Ah, uh, yes. I. I'm I won't surprised be that, until after the wedding, so. Which, yeah, I am surprised you're not holding before the conflict. Um, it's because it's a ducal wedding. It's a bigger, much more bigger, big, large deal. And no, I I don't disagree. I'm just saying, uh, to put it delicately, that if anything were to happen to him, yeah, I I don't disagree. I don't disagree. It's there. There was thought. I had thought behind that as well. But we will have to see. Nope. Well, maybe you can get little married and then you can have a big wedding after. <laughs> Is there such a thing as little married? You're a little bit married. <laughs> You're a little bit married. You're not the whole way married. Exactly. <laughs> a little bit. It sounds like a house Wycliffe marriage. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know how that that necessarily goes in, in terms of you know authority and or you know other things, but no, mother lectured me on um on I need to appear to be much more on the side of the bell ringers if I'm to be a duchess, and she's not wrong, but I have nothing against the bell ringers. I'm just not Casimir. Where everything's dark magics. Yeah, well. Maybe Sarah Zarazowicz will bring the wave of change we all kind of need. Maybe. She certainly, se certainly seems to think that she can. Sarah is very sweet. Or, GM, has that changed now that, uh, like, would Sovereign have mentioned anything about that situation changing since he kind of took care of some details? Such as what? I thought that he murdered the lar the higher ups of the Belkind cast. Yeah, that fifteen years ago. Yeah, oh, okay. When got it. He was little. Got it. Got it. Got it. Like Sovereign was twelve when he ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing with my little ponies. <laughs> yeah, I was twelve and was like. 
Ooh, I'm in love with with New Kids on the Block, and yeah, like, he's we were. like, I'm ordering a hit. Yeah. So, just like the greater details, you obviously would have asked him in your room. Is he was at the school at Ice Haven, and in his study, he realized that there were letters going back and forth between Belkine and Rivers to initiate aggressions, and that they were going to be actually marching, like doing another like purging crusade of the Pels. And he used his knowledge at Icehaven to contact the Kanya. And while he was 12, he used his ludicrous fortune to order their deaths. Got it. All right. Well, that's on me then for misunderstanding. I thought it was a brand new murder, not an old murder. Not that no. it changed the f- changes the fact of like, I shouldn't reveal those details to my cousins because love them as I do loose lip sink sink ship sort of situation so and it also shows like how he he he's letting his sister marry the daughter of the people that he assassinated yeah the son of the people he assassinated he's like you know what things change it's been a while (laughs) don't hold a grudge (laughs) much he's like i don't have a problem with the family i had a problem with them right so, in any um, case, I was having conversations with Mother, but also <laughs> I I wanted to discuss what Sovereign brought up yesterday, so. Um, yeah. I'll share more when we, when, with everyone there. Okay. I'll be like, let's <laughs> head on let's go. into the room then. I'll be like, now that you're a married woman, I know that you aren't hanging with the school kids anymore. But... <laughs> well, I have at least two hours to hang out before he wakes up and then I can, you know, look down upon all you poor unmarried people. <laughs> yeah, I'm like two hours till he wakes up. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> well, and then I have to, you know, that's not what I meant. That's I just meant that I have to like interact with him, but you're naughty. <laughs> My mother just yelled at me that I don't go to church enough. Of course I'm naughty. <laughs> and see, I'm trying to encourage you to get married earlier than later because you know you wouldn't want to go to war and not have experienced the marital bliss that it is. And I would actually say Penelope is going to come with Casimir into your guys' area. She's like now quasi in the yeah. entourage. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So walking up on us having that conversation. Yeah, hi. We're all just kidding. Since people see us. We're like, <laughs> and Penelope gives you all a warm hug as you guys are going in. Oh, thank you. Aww. Thank you. Uh, how are you feeling, Casimir? Oh, the, the, the wine helps. Uh, the, the problem is the sleeping in between being dulled by the pain and waking up because of the pain. Um, but I'm hopeful that it's on the mend and um, the Next uh, medics that I see will be slightly better than the first round, who seemed um, quite incompetent. 
I hope that you see better medics as well. I have no doubt that uh, now Baron Duran will be uh, treated better before these wounds than the previous people. Let's hope so. Um, certainly, I'm sure I can uh, afford uh, uh, better help. Um, so, some people start coming in bringing um, plates of strawberries and cold cuts and uh, some cheeses and things like that. Is this normal, right? Is that normal breakfast or is this something that is remarkable? You're now being financed by three houses. Got it. (laughs) So it's one of... We had strawberries before, but these are the big strawberries. Yes. (laughs) These these are the ones from from lands where it is always summer. (laughs) (laughs) These are some Harry and David strawberries. It's like like California orange juice that Californians can't afford to buy. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we're we're using an ultra paper red. We're using it to water our almonds. What are you talking about? Oh, that too. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... um, when we get in uh and get settled uh i'm uh yeah when we get in and get settled and i'm assuming everyone's in the room with us all the generation yeah none of like the rory or the connors but yeah so i just had a conversation with my mother about this kanye kanya i keep saying when i say kanye (laughs) these kanya um and her supposition and mind you this is my mother's supposition is that it has something to do with uncle with grandfather malcolm cuz think about it it was an attack on deerholt and think about all the the people affected it was our aunt uh, Haley, Aunt Haley died. It was a member of um, what's uh, uh, Eric's mother's first name? Eric's mother's first name is uh, Merlinda Silverage Bravo. So, Merlinda. So, is Aunt Haley who died? It was a member of Aunt Merlinda's family that died, and mother thinks that they were targeting father. So, if they're going after the, they're go- they were going after the children of Malcolm, and that generation, all of grandfather's legacy. And as we all know, grandfather was not a person who made friends or influenced people. Well, he influenced people, but he definitely didn't make friends doing it. I mean, that was the next logical question, but it's almost inanswerable in that, you know, what could the reasoning be? But again, that's a little on the inanswerable side, because it's like, what was it this time? Right? I I don't know. But someone could have been targeting Malcolm. I'll come back. 
Which then, well, I guess I was going to beg the question, why didn't they target like Uncle Rory or Uncle Connor? But mm-hmm. Uncle Connor, <laughs> had some, he had someone who tried to kill him and it didn't work out that well. <laughs> Remember, at the oh. time, both of them were ensconced in uh, Windbreak Castle. Yeah. Casimir sort of, you know, after pouring some wines, drinking it, and and he says, I thought, but your father survived, correct? Um, I thought that these assassins were supposed to be nigh um, um, perfect. Uh, This suggests that they are not perhaps the skilled ones that uh, uh, Sovereign believes. I don't know what happens. It could be anything from the fact that maybe my father miraculously was able to get away from them to maybe my mother was able to help him get out, to get away from it. I don't know. I don't remember much of that night. Can I even sit there while they continue to talk? Can I do a memory roll to see if I think of anything? Sure. Um, you now think one of the Kanye was killed. Hmm. So... I'm not certain, but I think one of them did get killed that night. I don't remember. It's all very fuzzy, but I so think they it's, did. So, in all likelihood, if let's say there was one Kanya and a bunch of Entourage, they kill Haley, they're going after uh, um, they're going, and, and Haley was the double win because Haley was the link between yeah. uh, um, the Heinrich's family and the Silveridges, because mm-hmm. she was a Rein- she was the Reinhardt Silveridge. Yeah. Then they start going after your father, and they're killed. I mean, when you think about it, Aunt Haley was the the prize for them. I don't know. Maybe they. Uh, maybe it was a generalized yeah. order. They wanted Aunt Haley killed. And if there happened to be anyone else, great. And then once they once they got their target, after that they weren't able to be to effectively fight off everybody else. And that's how they just they got what they wanted. They cut their losses and made a break for it. I don't know. Well, clearly something went wrong on their end. I mean, lots of things went wrong, but I mean, the execution of their assignment, let's call it, uh, got botched. Um, Because while Aunt Haley passed, clearly there were more targets, and they all got away. Um, Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think is to press your parents for, or maybe ask Uncle Connor or my dad um, 
if they can think of anything or anyone, I mean, it also is it. I don't know. I hate. I don't want to sound like is it relevant, but but because it's like you're you want to know, you're dealing more with the aftermath than the causality, and the causality is a little irrelevant to the fact that you have people chasing you around. Knowing why they're chasing you won't stop them from chasing you. But knowing why they're chasing me can help me figure out how to get this energy off of me, get away from it. I mean, because I don't want my father killed. I can appreciate that. <clears throat> and right now it's looking like the reason that I am a target for them is because I'm some walking bucket of energy that they pull from to kill whoever their lost target is. And if that's my father, then I want to know why and how I can work around that. Then... Yeah, maybe we ask Uncle Connor if he can think of any reason, you know, in lieu of your asking your own parents because they've left already, if there he can think of any one particular situation where Grandfather Malcolm did something so heinous that someone would call death cult one assassins on him. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, what what could have been so? over the top that this was finally the action that they took when there was multiple slights before that they didn't take. <laughs> anyway, that's the news I have to share. How about the rest of you? All right. Lila. Uh, yes. Everything's great over here. Anyway, Carrick, it's good to see you again. Yes, I was going to say, uh, Carrick, how is the uh, uh, Mio uh, correct? And uh, have you met the new in-laws, and are they particularly furry? I remember when I did meet them, didn't I? That's you what did. we've been saying you at you were at was that you were doing like Sangra potty rituals or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yes, but we weren't absolutely calling them like enemies of the state like your half brother just did. Yeah, I'm being well, racist. Yeah. True. Okay. Um because he called, he asked if any of them were furry. Oh, that's terrible. Um, yeah, good, good job. Carrick <laughs> <laughs> um, and his innocence will respond. Um, uh, we've had uh, no unpleasant times. So when it, are we getting a wedding between you and Mio anyway? Since everyone else is getting married. Um, I was thinking of waiting until after the big battle. Um, but, you know, it may not just be up to me. Well, I mean, that would make sense. It's It's something that's on par to Siobhan's wedding in that you will be a duke, she will be a duchess. Hers is a little 
expedited though in that she's marrying straight up to the top you just will get to the top eventually um again i'm still advocating for a little bit of mary and then at least uh everyone is safe if the if tragedy does strike us all thing i totally think it's a thing i how could it not be a thing you can be a little bit sick you'd be a little bit married no <laughs> no, I don't think it works that way. Mr. Make good and brother here. <laughs> Although I guess there's the engagement, which is a little bit married. See? Oh. See. All right. I'll have to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. Less were engagement parties a thing at this time in history? Probably. Penelope says, I, I understand for some people it's not necessarily important or a priority. It is not like there is any destabilization in House Silveridge or Sangra Prati. Or the whole point of the crusade is that it will cleanse a conflict from White Star lands. These are all places that are as set in stone and thus urgency is not needed. Our situation was a bit more uh, um, time sensitive. Immediate. And I imagine Zarazovich merely uh, sweeped uh, Lady Zarazovich off of her feet. Married life uh, agrees with me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, I was unable to attend. No, of course, I understand. It was a small ceremony anyway, so there's there's no need to apologize. Um, <sighs> but your husband has gained quite a lot of laurels for his rank, the fact that he has been given command over one-ninth of the armies. True. But he has a whip-sharp mind and uh, is an excellent tactician, so I'm sure uh, he'll do fine. It is good to see that we are in a generation where merit has gained people's advancement so quickly. Over just lineage. Indeed. What is so, the one to suss out if they're lying or not? I forget. I would like to do that to see if she's being honest or being sassy. Uh, you can do, um, let's say, a cunning decipher. Can I just do a cunning? Yes. Okay. She, she actually believes that if the government, if the world wasn't on a positive upswing of merit, that her uncle would have taken over her barony. Okay. And so, okay, I I understand better. I just thought it was like maybe like a backward compliment, being like, because you know he can't make it on his own because he's not a noble, but he can do it on merit, and I guess that's good enough too. But you're well, saying like, and, if and she married 
Mary. She married Casimir. Right. Yeah. So she was saved by merit. <laughs> Not by over a lot over a bloodline. So it's if it if we were in a different time period, I would have been screwed. <laughs> okay. Um. I'll say the biggest thing you get from the cunning is she's not talking about you. She's talking about herself. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, um, Clemente, Caden, uh, um, it seems everyone else has uh, plans or uh, fulfillments of various romantic um, and marriage uh, opportunities. Do you have any thoughts on your own? Yeah. He's just, he's just smiling, like, clearly enjoying the idea of stirring the pot. I mean, I'm just saying, there's a lot of opportunities here. We, we could arrange such opportunities for either one of you. I, um, I've always been raised to be a man of business, so I try to keep my wits about me while I'm on the clock, so to speak. Um, although the idea has crossed my mind, um, I'm not opposed to it. I just I've yet to see anyone who has taken my breath away, so to speak. Hmm. But it's the the thought has been lingering. I've 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 thought about it a bit more. And that was um, the hmm of a challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what the brothels are for, right? Casimir's about to say is like here. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh yeah, that's right. The little woman's here. And what about you, Caden? Do you still have your heart set on a princess from across the sea? Uh, so I have to marry probably even more for advantage. So I need something to bring to the table a bit more first. There. I mean, you're not wrong. I hope that if anything comes out of these wars, it's something is that all of you will end up in a in a better place coming out of it. But especially the Cadens and Casimirs of the world, and even Clemente. <clears throat> so perhaps we can work and focus on that. Don't sell, sell yourself short, cousin. You are coming out quite ahead as well because of this war. Mm. I hope that White Star can can profit and benefit off of this that they can find security and that for once 
Duke Timothy can have lands that are not only um, prosperous, but secure. Someone drop? It, it was Patrick, but then he came back. Bloop. Hello? I'm here. Hello. Okay. okay. Sorry, I actually never lost right. audio, but I... I yeah, I, that's what I was thought it was really weird that you were gone and then you came back. So I don't know. I was always here. So, so out of character, um, waiting for, um, <clears throat> well, both about that fall during the war and two, after war, some things could change. May need another <laughs> marriage. True. True. And we true. don't need to. And if we don't need to shear up anything in here, like, you know, like, you know, like you want to raise Silver Oak to a banner if that trade goes through or, um, you know, something of that nature. She like, liked you, know, you. She liked right? you a lot. Right. She liked <laughs> you a lot. Right. Yeah, so we don't have to shear up anything here on this side of the continent. Then, yeah, I might look into um, thank you. I mean, like well, a crown prince over here <laughs> on the Saffron Isle. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I'm curious. Have you gotten a chance to uh, reach, speak to your masked friend about uh, his bird? Uh, no, I have not. Um, I wouldn't quite know where to find him. Uh, I mean, outside of just going up to the Montmere camp and just yelling into it and i don't think that that's uh, appropriate i also don't know if it's still my friend i'm just saying that it's certainly leading to be that way i just would hate to insinuate that i'm friends with a spy and potential murderer if uh if it comes down to it but it, it, i'm just saying he's in the room I was going to say uh, let's let's face it you're related to a large number of murderers but they were all killers, not murderers. There's a difference. Regardless, I just would not like to associate my friend of old uh, with who has been hunting our steps the last few days. That said, no, I haven't. I got married yesterday. I had my Spent time with my uh, young groom, almost a young bride, and then bridegroom, I suppose. Yes, that's the word I was actually looking for. And then I'm here in the morning, very early, so I've not had any sort of opportunity. What weren't we is it going to be going somewhere this, today? Siobhan's Siobhan's looking for the caffeine. <laughs> I thought it was more towards the evening. We were going to be going somewhere. Yeah, outside of town. Inviting potentially Duke Timothy. Uh it was this house that was on somewhere further away that there that uh dear cousin Seamus had discovered where a lot of tattooed men were. Oh yes. And a, a hangman's noose by the tree. Some scary sign. 
Well, were these men whose tattoos are magic-induced, or are they just just tattoos? Because the ones that Siobhan is interested in have magical tattoos that like appear only when they're doing their bad stuff. These guys just have tattoos? Uh, from what I gathered talking to the blacksmith, they were markings, but I don't believe they're I don't recall if there was specification about there being any magical properties to said markings. Okay. Kind of told me to uh, where to go and what to look for. We might have to go see for ourselves. Okay. Uh, and I, uh, my theory is that this is where the blood sports are that. Uh, uh, Lady Perestone enjoys so much. Yes, she certainly enjoyed your your duel. Made it very She left before uh, the most interesting part. Isn't that right, dear? Well, interesting for her with her reputation. I still say that Penelope's part was the best. Because no one saw that coming. That's true. Um, about like as breakfast is beginning to wrap up, Sovereign comes in. Oh. Um, and Sovereign gives a, a bow to um, Carrick. And uh, he says, how are all of you doing today? Up early. Well, thank you. Um, as there will be the movement of troops within a, a few days after all these weddings are done, um, Lord Carrick, is there uh, anything or any initiations that you would like to make sure get done? Such as? Well, this is likely going to be one of the last times that all these noble houses are going to be in such easy accessibility without weeks of travel through dangerous areas across the land. Are there associations you wish to make with mercenary parties for later interests? Are there other houses that you wish to make negotiations with? I just, I know that your father is busy in his own intrigues, and as you are the, uh, cousin of my wife I want to do what I can to aid you in your purposes how noble thank you um, are there any other um, high standing tested around there is quite a large conglomeration of high standing tested um, maybe we should pay them a visit of course I believe Siobhan has recently made an association Oh. Mm, can I make a memory roll for that? Because I don't have my notes with me. The head of White no, Stars no, uh, tested with the. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I'm playing all day and I'm sitting at Patrick's house, have no, but don't have my notes. So my brain is kind of mushy, mushy. Um, we could go speak to her. Uh. 
fair warning, she apparently doesn't like our family. Heretics. She doesn't like heretics. Oh, well, who can blame her? But, um, uh, my point was that apparently, uh, as I was unaware, there's a, a large trade of tested rings in your lands, and uh, she holds that against the family for some incomprehensible reason. Wait, when you say a trade of tested rings, you mean that people are just like buying the rings on the black market without having to yeah. actually be tested? Yeah. And it's how these rings are gotten. Is, uh, yeah. We were kind of unaware. They're murdering tested and taking their rings. So remember when we were way up in Estridge and uh, that man opened the box and was like, do you want a tested ring? And there were like a ton of them in there. And we just thought that that was like, oh, they just have a bunch of rings. I mean, they do have a bunch of rings, yeah. but uh, they were ill-gotten gains, to say the least. And Mistress Fold is not uh, too big of a fan of that. And to be fair, I mean... I'm not particularly fond of it either, but I did not understand the significance at the time. That was yeah. only like our second or third true outage from the hold. So now that I have a little more worldly understanding of what's going on, um, that might be something we want to look into at some point. Indeed. That sounds awful. So. Sovereign um, says, well, I understand there are many things I can assist you in. I was wondering if you'd be so kind as to assist me in something. Let's construe it as a minor wedding gift. Um, what can we help you with? I would like you to attend a meeting with me and stand as the influence and strength of a duchy of the Bellringer Empire. Meeting with who? He is but a man. Oh, well, in that case. But a man of what sort? I would not consider him a pleasant sort. Some of our relatives are not pleasant sorts, but. I would appreciate it. I am glad. Um, I have sent letters to attempt to have a lunch with him, if your people would be so kind. Um, we are going to uh, meet him at a uh, inn that has been set up of pavilions of rare and fine foods for the foreign travelers and people who can afford it here. <laughs> he normally would not meet with me, but the aspect of an opportunity of a meal easily costing 60 to 70 silver a plate is pulled him into such a moment. Hmm. <laughs> What's that steakhouse? It's something in Chris's. Ruth Chris's. Ruth Chris's. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't go, to, but if you're going to go to Ruth Chris and it's on you, I guess I can go with it. <laughs> um, other me intrigued. Mm. I'm in. Who else is in? Absolutely. Quick question, though. Are we though. invited? 
Yeah, he just invited everybody. Yes. Is this a man? I, I know I'm playing the, the 20 questions game, but is this a man in a particular position of power within the, the empire? He is definitely no commoner, but I would say that his his power has no legitimacy. Curiouser and curiouser. That could mean Andalusian himself, because like um, that's how, that was what I was no. how much um, <laughs> well, how much danger would we be putting ourselves in? By, position uh, is official, right? I, Hold on, one at a time. Yeah. So we'll start with Carrick. Um, th- okay. This man has no ability or strength to cause violence in the uh, conclave itself. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should that. invite our uh, significant others, or would that be too much? It's more than fine. I understand that many of you have married appropriate matches who understand that sometimes diplomacy is not done with the gentlest of gloves. Oh. Maybe we shouldn't invite (laughs) our significant others. Maybe you shouldn't, yeah. (laughs) A quick question. Sovereign can wait to answer this later, but um, with the Montaner's connection to the Tested, are they a major supporter of Andalusia? They are a primary supporter of uh, the Tested schooling, not necessarily Andalusia himself. Mm. Um, in all likelihood, they actually were probably supporters of Nola during the political fight of who would become uh, the <laughs> Prime Minister. Um, Andalusius is a Rivers-born guy. Mm-hmm. So he had the hometown advantage during the votes at Old One. Well, I was just curious because of their, you know, they obviously have a connection with them. Mm-hmm. One of the things they tried to warn, they tried to warn us about making an alliance with someone on the um, other side of the coast, claiming they knew something we didn't, which is probably true. And I was wondering if that was it. Like they're trying to ingratiate themselves into the bureaucracy. I would not imagine that the aspect of Montemir trying to ingratiate themselves into everyone is in play, mm. except uh, except Silverch. We tried. <laughs> oh, I. Realize I need not now. I need to speak with Connor about something. Well, just army I, logistics, but not now. What What if and you all have your meetings with your fine uncle, and then um, after that we should probably be ready for lunch, and I will meet you at the inn named Aldo. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Sounds delightful. Wonderful. Um, I hope you all in, um, take an aspect to enjoy the fine meal. Uh, even though the conversation may be less than pleasant, I have a feeling the meal will be a, a rare treat for the senses. Uh, so I remember, um, what does Sovereign fight with? Does he fight with sword and shield, or is he still user? Does he use a halberd? I have another set so, here in the joust. So you saw him in the joust with um, a, a spear and a shield like a normal jouster. He does have a longsword on his side, 
Um, it seems that when he is walking, he is walking with a rapier much closer to Carrix. Mm. Um, if you give me half a second, um, because you do have like some weapon skill, you might be able just to discern what he like carries himself as. I mean, I can tell you what he has because I have his thing on my hot bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I well, I was trying to determine if that um, shield would be an appropriate gift. Is it simply a buckler? He so does not very... actually have. He has yeah. no shield skill. Oh, okay. Yeah. So even when he's on the horse, he's just like, yeah, hope I don't get hit. Okay, so who wants to go talk to Connor and Rory? Because they're the people who always are like, hey guys, we have this great thing. And they're like, it makes us sad. <laughs> well, I, I've talked to Rory to at least talk to the guards to be like, hey, we can't have a shit show out there between those. Okay. So let's just say everyone who wants to go talk to the Silver Ridge uh, elders, do go. And... Okay. Uh, uh, so Rory, uh, uh, Brie Bint, and uh, Connor are all sitting there having uh, their breakfast. Um, what are we? What are we addressing with them? I, I need to. Yeah, the plot's Everyone's got a little conspiracies of today. <laughs> um, here's today. Here's, here's today's wackadoo plan. Yeah. <laughs> Greetings, uh, Father. Um, I have a quick uh, question of military um, um, uh, etiquette. Etiquette, yes. Um, the uh, Duran troops. Who will they be fighting? We could make a conflict of having you attempt to pull the Duran troops away from um, the Imperial Army themselves, but as they are supplied by Rivers Taxation, at least I think for this conflict, we should leave them under General Sherman's command. But of course, you as Baron Duran can decide as you like. Right. All right. Uh, that was my main. Well, I need to look and see uh, what their troops are like to see if it's worth putting up, how worth putting up a fight it might be, but I suspect it's not uh, worth um, They have one veteran troop of archers. Ooh, I did want archers. <laughs> hmm. I'll think on it. Oh, oh, um. They'll sign up because you weren't here when we were buying troops because I pushed to get a lot of archers and we didn't end up buying them because I, get, I think mechanically they don't work very well. Do neutral well, they work they work well until they get hit and then they're dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. They're, they're absolutely... That was a big thing. Yes, they're very great support troops, but as you only can command a certain number of troops, they need... Like, if I have a choice between an archer... Or a siege engine? I'll pick a siege engine. They don't because exist they yet. They do exist. Uh, oh, okay. Engines, yeah, yeah no, ballista and catapults and stuff like that. You can still like throw a pot of hot hot oil against a group of troops. Uh, I, I'd rather no. The I I the 
Saffrons are all infantry. And um, we have uh, normal foot, but being able to um, pin them down with archers supported by foot in my, as I was thinking it, would perhaps be advantageous. But I'm not sure we want to start things with Sherman already. I feel that it is less of a conflict since we will have the Eston archers with us on my side. I see. The fact that House Talmert is going to be bringing their famed archers to support our left is, I think, going to be a better match. No offense to Hasteron's trained archers, um, but these are people who were able to generations ago hold off the the weight of Ethan Sedai's troops. It is a they have a a fame and a necessity. I think that we probably should not press Sherman to and the just Mikado. Also, then they. Hold back the Mikado. Uh, the Mikado, they held them at the line. They were not able to push them forth. Mm-hmm. So yes, we, we are still looking at, as we know from Laia, House Talmart's archers are renewed. All right. Uh, that, that was my main question. I wanted to address it before. Okay. It slipped my mind. Not a problem. Um, Carrick, is there anything you'd like to ask? Not the present time. Not a problem. Um, I had something I wanted. Yeah, I feel like I raised my hand. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, Leia? Oh, no, go um, ahead. Siobhan can go first. Oh, so Siobhan. Um, I wanted to... I, I, I know that I may seem... I may be beating a dead drum. Uh, I, uh... Or she- Dead horse. Yeah, sorry. I'm mixing my metaphors. But Dear Holt. I know grandfather's list of people that he perhaps angered was is long and extensive. Was there anybody that was extensive enough for him to want to for someone to want to set assassins to kill his legacy? Malcolm made a point when he felt that he was growing weak and about a hundred days before his death that his private journals and papers were sent under armed guard to Old Hmm. Interesting. And you never even had a glimpse of them? No. Oh. When I asked him about it, he said, if I've trained you well enough, it is better that you start with a clean slate. 
Then why didn't he just burn them? I believe he sent them to other relatives he had in the capital to hide them for a future need if necessary. But I don't know. I believed he was ashamed of some of the things he had done and did not want it to taint a legacy. Unfortunately, I feel that's perhaps why I still have assassins who might still be chasing after me. I don't necessarily think they're trying to kill me. Perhaps not. I don't know, but they certainly still have interest in me. And whatever it is is tied to Deerholt and what ends the goal of... I guess this is my moment to beat your dead horse. Until we have time to talk to them, you or you undergo rituals to remove the magical connection. Even if we learned whatever my father did, it would not change anything. It would glare at Lila. Um... I just am trying to understand how I can, not only why it was that they were targeted, but how to keep my parents safe. It hasn't gone away. Whatever mark was put on my father, your brother, it's still there, and I'm still the conduit. Unless you wish to hire mercenaries and go down south now, I don't know an answer for you. Fair uncle. You're asking, can you tell me what's in the book? You can't read the book. Can you tell me what's in the book? And I'm like, well, the outside of the book says it's the answers are in the south. But I don't want to open the book. I know you're distressed, and I know you're you're bothered by it. You are soon going to have the wealth and armies of the Fedor Nation. You will be able to solve such problems with but a flick of your wrist. Right now, what seems like insurmountable anxieties will be annoyances in two seasons. Fair, Uncle. I would do whatever I could to help you. I can't. Laya, you had a question? It's more of a commentary, and it's for mostly my father. So I was going to, while Connor and Siobhan were having that kind of moment, I would aside to him, because it's not necessarily something I want to kind of brag about. But I would. I was just going to say, like, um, apparently the House Zerazor Witch Guards and the House Silver Witch Guards are having difficulty working together. And I was specifically told that if you perhaps gave issued down an order on uh, procedure and protocol, it might be received better. Apparently I'm no longer good enough. 
um, Rory's like, I, I'll talk to Sovereign when he gets back, and we will arrange a situation that will cause the least conflict with both troops. Thank you, um, I appreciate that. I guess you have a new group of people who will come to your beck and call. <laughs> I hopefully do not uh, wear that out then. Of course, Jim. And uh, I give him a side hug. <laughs> you and your dad love each other. I did so cute. Everyone said their Connor meetings and Connor commonly distressed with the annoyances of the generation. Um, <laughs> he uh, sends you off. Um, as that conversation, let's say, takes 45 minutes to an hour. It was, let's say, 839 when uh, uh, Sovereign came. It's going to take you about an hour to get to the brunch. So you'll be there at about 1030, 11. You guys can start going to the lunch if you want. Yes. Okay. Open those waffles. Ah. <gasps> I do I'm love me a waffle. Actually, see if Duke Timothy is around. I have I have spent no time with my intended, and I feel this is something my intended. You know, you like the good things in life and the rare things in life. Come eat at a at a fancy food court with all the cool things in it. Yeah, you like absolutely. Going... Yeah, let's do a quick. You go to Timothy's people and uh, and get that set up. So, uh, Timothy is in the castle at the time because they also have castle rooms, just like you guys do. Of course. Okay. And uh, so uh, Timothy's uh, brother. Um, after you obviously are walked past uh, White Star guards, Timothy's brother opens the door. Okay, I'm going to curtsy, and I am have come to. Um... Inquire about uh, Duke Timothy and what he plans to be doing for luncheon this afternoon. Um, Daniel says, I don't think he had any particular plans for lunch. Um, we did have a plan for a... Uh, there's a certain type of fish um, in the rivers near here that we were going to do a fishing expedition when the sun set, that the fish actually glow when they bite. Interesting. I think that is fascinating. And I know I, I think my cousins would find that vastly fascinating, particularly Carrick. <laughs> Obviously, your family's more than welcome to come to uh, any of our excursions. Of course. And of course, if you're free, um, you're, uh, you're more than welcome to join. I was going to invite your brother to um, attend. Um, there seems to be some sort of uh, gathering of different food t tents uh, nearby that are offering exotic and uh, expensive and fine foods that my cousins and I are going to be um, going to be going in to investigate. And I thought it would be something that he would perhaps enjoy. Is this at Aldo? I was getting to you. So is this at Aldo? Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. where he said it was going. I I believe so. Yes. I heard every uh, every uh, tasting of Aldo has already been acquired. If you have an acquired aspect of Aldo, I know my brother would love to go. 
Well, I, I hadn't heard that they'd all been acquired, only that we were invited to go, and I thought I should perhaps invite him. Well, I have no doubt the uh, the Princess of the East would have the connections to get to one of the most valuable meals in all of Mistwick. Um, I will uh, tell my brother, and he will um, be there for the first sitting. Of course. Um... Thank you. Of course, my lady. I'll give a proper curtsy, and I, I want to get his brother on my uh, to to like me because you know I know he's close with his brother. Yeah. The impression also that he's given is like Aldo was open for like three days, and then every seat was bought out. Yeah, like I'm like what? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I don't. It's like yes. those fancy restaurants here in town where it's like, <laughs> you know, here's the new fancy hotness and it's sold out for a year and you just heard about it like the week before. Yes. So you heard um, about it the week before if someone is inviting you to it. <laughs> Come with me. It'll be great. Yeah. This great. thing that they've waited a year for, you just like. I know people. Just a personal friend of mine, you know. <laughs> Um, so you, uh, get back to obviously Silverage Guards as you're not going to go to the lunch, uh, without guards, I imagine, uh, Siobhan. And, uh, uh no. Um, actually, famous. yeah, um, <laughs> they, uh, actually, do you guys want to take Silverage Guards or do you guys want to take their Zovich Guards? We're going with Sovereign. Just he's our dude, our right. guy. I know. Carrick's here. Oh, that's true. That's the question because <laughs> Car because Carrick's here. You might need to take, and that's actually no, 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 no. And uh, Sovereign specifically asked Carrick for his clout, so that might be a certain uh, backing it up of like, hey, here's my dudes because I'm such an important guy. Yeah, so then only one Sarah's Upper Guard is going to be your bodyguard because they're not going to allow you to be entirely unprotected. Yeah, I, I had very little worry about Sarah's Upper Guards being around, even if they couldn't be seen. <laughs> they're like, Clemente's like, would you, li would you like an hors d'oeuvre? That guy already fit me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I offer you an egg in this trying time? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you guys come to this um, beautiful uh, vermilion-looking tent. And um, outside there is a tapestry that is written um, as it has like a dragon breathing fire and the fire of the dragon it comes out into the letters that say Aldo. Lovely. Um, I lean over to Lila and like, I didn't hear about this until Sovereign said something. Apparently, yeah, neither did I. Apparently this I mean, is a hard to get sort of <laughs> table sitting according to um, uh, Daniel Whitestar. I look a little prideful. I'm like, that's right. That's my boy. <laughs> that's my man. <laughs> that's my man. <laughs> That's a good idea. 
Yeah, no snow has told us, right? <laughs> well, not yet, anyway. Um, as you guys go in, um, there is um, only uh, sitting at the table, and there's like a table for like 20. There's only uh, Sovereign and uh, Sarah sitting there. Well, I'll go up and I will hug and side kiss Sarah because I'm I'm so excited to see her. And then I will give Sovereign a kiss on his cheek. And no hugs for him, though, because that wouldn't look appropriate. Uh, and then I'll sit down next to him. This is, um, and he stands up as Carrick comes in and he's like, Lord Carrick, thank you very much for your attendance. Um, do you have any allergies, by the way? Um, I am a lightweight, but otherwise, no. <laughs> I have a very minor allergy to um, uh, foreign seaweed, but it's uh, nothing overly. Uh, it just doesn't agree with me. Did I dig? No. Okay. <laughs> He's just allergic, I guess. Foreign seaweed? Like seaweed from, from the coast he's okay with, but like if they're like actually making like Mikado like seaweed like fish things, he can get sick. Okay. Um as you are kind of there, uh you then see uh you hear like knighted troops come as Duke Timothy's people are coming. And uh, uh, Duke Timothy comes in as the entourage kind of stays outside. And he says, uh, thank you very much, Laya, for extending this invite. Um, it seems uh, there are certain things that even a ducal privilege cannot allow, and I'm glad that you've been able to give me this opportunity. I'm going to uh, do the proper thing and go and greet him and sit by him at the table because this is my intended. He is making a point, though, that he's going to go around and shake everyone's hand. I will make it a point to say it's lovely to see you. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, um, to Timothy, um, I'm Looking forward to uh, seeing your domains. I just wish it was a under uh, less violent circumstances. It is. See it, dear fellow, as you always want to find the bottom of a drinking glass. Sometimes it is easier to get to it than others. Indeed. Um. Lord Carrick, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm I'm appreciative of being taken into your family so graciously. The honor is all ours. And he <laughs> goes by and he says, um, and you're one of the Ramirez's, are you not? <laughs> oh, I'm assuming that's to uh, Seamus. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, well, yes, I'm I'm Seamus Ramirez, the the other other son. Nice to meet yes. you. A pleasure to meet you as well. Um, so, uh, and so then he. Uh, I'm on someone's son somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm someone's son. 
<laughs> someone's son, basically. Just someone's son. Not not necessarily Ramirez's son, but you know, you never know. I bet six generations back there was a Ramirez involved. Um, <laughs> and uh, then he uh, makes a point to sit next to Siobhan. And uh, um, then a man and a woman come in who you have both never met. Oh, and uh, when he was saying hello to me, I was going to try to make a good impression. Okay, yeah, give me that roll. That is not a bad impression to make. You um, are uh, at amenable. And so this is the man that comes in. And this is the woman that comes in. She's lovely. And we make some reputation roll. Absolutely. Yay. Aiden, Caden, Caden, that 20 is uh, off the fucking wow. track here. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Um, so uh, the man's name is uh, Demius de la Vega. What a name. Rhymes with bodega. I mean, wait, what? What was it? I'm sorry. De la what? De la Vega. Vega. All I heard was bodega and immediately wrote B, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> de la Vega, because it's an In the Heights reference. His name is Usnavi de la Vega because it rhymes with bodega. Got it. Got it. And uh, the woman's name is Juanita, who is his wife. Weird name. Juanita, who is his wife. <laughs> Historically accurate, though. Pretty much. Fair. And uh, very literal people. Demas is a uh, is a knight. Um, so Juanita is a lady. Um, and with that twenty. So by the way, every, Siobhan, you know that with the sixteen. Caden with the ten only knows uh, Demas. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the twenty, you actually have broke the magic number, which was necessary. Demas is the ruler of Selene. Fuck that noise. He's not that Siobhan knows that, but he's the ruler of what? Selene. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. And Demas de la Vega uh, stands up and he says, uh, Thank you very much. Sure. Sovereign Zorovich, um, and of course, uh, Lord Carrick for the invite. And I'm a very strong pleasure to be in front of Duke Whitestar. Um, I, uh, it was a pleasure to have such an invitation to uh, such a fine and prestigious meal. Um, and uh, he takes a seat. Um, there, he has a he has like one or two entourage people that are with him of of little note, but those are the the key people to take up the rest of the seats. Um, it is intentionally across the seat from uh, Sovereign, and then not far from Laya. Yeah, but I don't know who he is yet, right? Or right. do I know once he says his name? Nope, you do not know what he says his name. You have not researched what had happened after. What happened to Selene? 
Okay. Your mother went to the political dealings. Who knows what happened after that? Okay. Because you don't care what the Belkine did with it. They're just traitors, right? Right. I just would think that I would know their names is all. So I know who to hate appropriately. Belkind. <laughs> well, I'm sitting Belkind. right in between these people. <laughs> yeah. Between her and them, anyway. Well. It's going to go well. What are you talking about? It's great. So great. the first thing that happens is there is a little Estin um, girl who is probably 12 who comes to each of the seats and she hands a frozen tomato and puts it on everyone's plate. Miss Carla? Um, I... A frozen tomato. Okay. Puts it on our plate. Yes. Should we... I looked at her with like a question look in my eye to be like, do we do something with it? He doesn't speak. Cool. So, what would we roll to figure this out? Um, I would accept a uh, status uh, breeding. If you do not have status breeding, a normal status roll, but you will be down five. Okay. Connor, Connor, Connor. Um, you See, realize, Carrick? sorry, Carrick. You realize because it says Carrick Connor on his roll. <laughs> it does. Sorry, Connor's. Um, yeah, Carrick. You realize that um, there is a particular spoon that would seem appropriate for this part of the palate cleanser that um, you can push into the frozen tomato. I. Um... Share that information as uh, as subtly as I can. Well, you know, you just make really exaggerated like motions, but not say anything. <laughs> yes. This spoon, and then, uh... Asmir was definitely about to eat it like an apple. <laughs> so uh, he he puts it down and is oh, okay. Spoon. And Timothy got the same number as you. Even with two more fucking dice. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. And. Uh, I love how even Sovereign double six is a fucking. Uh, status roll. Um, <laughs> so, um, Timothy and uh, and Carrick uh, push their spoon into it, and as they push their spoon into it, um, the unique aspect of it is tomatoes are only grown south of the river, and snow is only north of the river. So who found the so, bright idea of freezing tomatoes? <laughs> So as you, cuisine. Yes. as you push through it, it is a tomato sorbet that has actually been blended and injected into the, the shell of a tomato husk underneath um, 
kind of like where it sprouts out of, it was pressed into, and then the tomato was reinflated by the sorbet. That sounds delightful, actually. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Great, Laura. Wait, they're definitely tomatoes, not pomegranates, right? <laughs> definitely tomatoes. Right? They're not, do I have to do a drug test before I eat anything? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you saw Patrick, has, Patrick has this habit of like these beautiful, elaborate meals that then it's like, oh, but none of you guys didn't want to eat it, so now you're all gonna die. Poison oh, poison. Right. Poison. Yeah, he's got all these descriptions. I'm like, well, I'm gonna take a slice of loaf, get some nut puree, and a fruit reduction. <laughs> yeah, they're all beautiful sounding, and then it's like, well, why'd you eat it? I'm like, because you made it sound tasty. Um, I described so... a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> with a fruit puree, of course. You, no, a fruit... nut puree and a fruit reduction. reduction. Oh, fruit reduction. And two slices of loaf. <laughs> slices of loaf. Um, the next person uh, that comes in looks like this. Mm. Oh, ooh. What's her deal? And, um, she is bringing. She's she's pushing a trolley almost level of traits of trays. Ooh. And um, as she's going by, she makes a point, and she uh, bends the knee only before Carrie. Oh, do I recognize her culture? Uh, she is unequivocally a Songrapati. Yeah. What's what's an appropriate sign of respect for the Songrapati or appreciation? I would say, with all the time that you've been spending with them, you've learned the phrase of "I I appreciate your generosity" in um, okay. in salt blood. And I will say that to her. She uh, she kind of blushes that she's being acknowledged by such a noble. And um, she uh, puts down a, a plate with a cover on top of each one of them. The cover <laughs> on top of each one of them is a uh, hardened sugar into a crystalline kind of glass to be the cover over the food. It is not meant to be eaten. It is merely to let you see into the food gradually as the steam begins to melt the sugar through it. This is some fancy shit right here. I've seen the 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 from restaurants like this shit. Yeah. This is good stuff. Um, Sovereign pulls um, the cover off of his thing and you see that there are, it is a uh Roasted in oranges and sugar, flying fish from the Kingfisher Isles. And each of you begin to take a bite. And uh, as the conversation is going, uh, Sir De La Vega says, um, I do have a question of why I was invited to such a prestigious meal. I don't wish to insult the host if there is some aspect that I'm being offered or some scenario that is being done. But 
I if I was here with a Belkiner Crusade entourage, it would make more sense, but I do not understand necessarily why I am here, and I do not wish to be indebted inappropriately. And Sovereign says, you were here for the entertainment that you are the most hated man in the room. Didn't want to just get inside beef between these two. And he says, what do you mean, Lord Zarezovich? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I understand that you are not up and as aware of the comings of goings of your graders. But Lia Silverage is now Lia Zarezovich. And thus the conflicts and issues of Selene are now extended to multiple houses and families that have taken your people's insult. Like, Laia is kind of like looking at Sovereign, looking at this dude, looking at Sovereign, looking at this dude, being like, okay, we don't like him. Because apparently it's the pleasure of being the most hated man in the room. But, like, do I twig on the fact of who he is, then? He's made it clear enough for your level of knowledge. Okay, then I'm not happy. I'm not, like, flipping out and tossing the table or anything like that. But I'm clearly unhappy now, and I'm like, give that guy some dead eyes. I just just want to make sure she's not, like, palming a a steak knife or something. (laughs) What? Like this letter opener right here that's very sharp. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I wouldn't... You know what? Don't only have throwing one, you know. I only have improvisational weapon as well. Siobhan's gonna sit at her end of the table just calm and cool as she could possibly mask. Sovereign's like, I needed you to come to this scenario for you to realize the situation that your life is in. The entirety of the East stands here. True. And oh, but <laughs> your benefactor, where may he be to protect you? Oh, right. As he looks at Sarah. Yeah. As you are not skilled with the knowledge of your betters across the country, you are at least knowledgeable of your liege. I and he's like, I, uh, Lord Zarezovich, you know, I have no aggression or conflict with your people, but we all must follow the orders of the greater aspect of the river's empire and the rulings by the prime minister and all of his people. And Sovereign says, many people in this room have had friends and allies who've died by following orders, some by an inaction and others by action. Do you wish to die by inaction or action? And he's like, uh, uh, 
and then the next the next uh, setting comes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that fish was. I don't know. What did they do with that fish? That was impressive. Yes. Timothy also like kind of leans over to Siobhan. Am I here to support a war? Honestly, my lord, I'm a. Uh... I invited you because I wished to spend time with you and thought this, that the food sounded delicious. I wasn't aware that who our guests were going to be or that there was going to be such a conflict. But she's going to try and do it as, as straight-faced as she could pull it off. The sovereign feels he was pretty upfront about things. I need you guys to be the bully squad. Okay, you brought your bully squad. Let's be the bullies now. That reminds me, just I need to sort of... subtly adjust my spirit. Just, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be so blunt, just like lay it on the table, but you know, I just need to. <laughs> so this is the next woman that brings in the food? Mm. And um, it is a, uh, it is leg of hair with uh, rosemary and pearl scallions. Uh, I'm going to lean over to Timothy and say, they were just married yesterday. I can't, I was imagining this would be, there would be a little bit more of a workup and more diplomacy involved in such a conversation. But how is the leg of hair? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Timothy says time with you oh my god it it is the best I've 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 had in the continent um, um let me pour you a glass of wine here thank you, thank you <laughs> can I be can I uh, roll a bluff on my end just to make sure I'm I'm keeping my I'm keeping my cool. I'm not doing Lynn. I have no chill whatsoever. I guess the <laughs> point is there's two ways to run this. Do you want to be everything's okay, or do you want to be you and me, Timothy? Here, I'll bring you in on the conspiracy. Much more the second one. Okay. Um. So, are you going to give him on the down low the Lia Prince, uh, uh, Baroness of Celine story? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like if you're walking into the family, you should at least know the the backstory. Okay. Um, while that um, next piece is going, uh, Sovereign says, I know that you were not a soldier in Selene. If you were a soldier in Selene, in all likelihood, there are cheaper and easier ways to take care of you than a meal such as this. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you threatening me, Lord Sarazovich? And Sarazovich says, I would definitely not consider this a threat. 
I absolutely wish that all the knowledge that I give you today will only increase the length of your life. I feel like Lila has like gripped the tablecloth and is just like making fists with it, but hasn't done anything yet. Cause like I I want to be like, fuck you, fucker who fucked over my fuck, I'm gonna fuck you up. But she's trying to give Sovereign the opportunity and her own anger to have a more directed path. So I'm trying to grow my person as a person. I can roll for those kind of things if you'd like me to, though. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how difficult are you having control? Probably like a 7. Okay, yeah, you have to do a low roll. Sure thing. Ooh, it's not my greatest skill. Mm. Well. Um, you don't want to kill him, it would be too quick. <laughs> well, it, it would be very messy here, too. It would ruin <laughs> everyone's experience with the amazing food. I don't know, maybe that's the last step, right? <laughs> that's the that's like that movie, right? That's how that went. I forget what that it's got whatchamacallit finds in it. Rafe. Rafe finds. Rafe finds. The, yeah. the menu. The yeah. menu, thank you. Um one second. Okay. Um, and so you guys have a few more kind of meal pieces that are kind of coming in. And um, Sovereign basically continues his not calm threats to this guy. And Sovereign says, you do understand why people put people in these kinds of domains. So they will actually sit and defend them. Are you ready to give your life for lands that are not your own? And he's like, oh, I, I have given my oath to my, my liege of, of Belkine, and, and I don't believe whatever things you do uh, are going to, to change that. And I'm like, oh, you mean the soon-to-be Duchess of Belkine? He's like, oh, 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 um. oh. So it might be advantageous for you either to be so successful in the coming conflict that you might ask for a promotion, or it might be so successful for you to not return home. And you can tell his wife is like, are we gonna be are we being ambushed and killed here? <laughs> <laughs> Lila looks like she's saying yes, but I'm trying. She's trying to behave. And um, the uh, the waiter comes out, and he comes over, and he kind of whispers in Sovereign's ear, and um, Sovereign says the um. Our artist here has said that the 
last piece of the meal might be inappropriate for people with weaker constitutions or more delicate females. Um, there is a small side area where there is some music playing if you would like to participate in that. If you are, or if you are willing to be into try the final dish, um, he just wanted to make sure the warning was presented. I'm going to look at, at Timothy to see what his desire in all this is. He's totally, he's like, oh my God, double fucking down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. He's like, I have Fedor. I may like the finer things in life, but I'm a Fedor. <laughs> Our hair could burst into flames at any minute from this dish. I don't want to miss a moment of it. <laughs> Is anyone going to get up? No, I think Casimir is just Lila is like, I never had a warning before food before other than it was right. shit. Be careful for the weevils. Ooh. Extra right. protein. Extra protein. So they flavor. They bring in this large, almost like walk like thing filled with oil that is burning. Like the oil is boiling and bubbling underneath it. And then they bring in a person that is, um, there is a chain around their neck and they're being drugged into the room. And it is an actual Mikado person. Whoa, whoa. Is that what they look like? Yes. Okay, this I mm, no. <laughs> I won't yeah, this can't happen. Casimir stands up and loudly says, What the fuck is this? <laughs> I will also stand up though I will not say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Clemente. <laughs> Clemente's, Clemente's like, what fork do I use for people? <laughs> Good. Which one do I use for this one? Oh, calamari. <laughs> so Yikes. you see one of the staff cut off one of the tentacles. No, okay. Before we get that far, I I would walk, I go over and stop them. Like the moment they're like swing, fucking Little Mermaid oh, style, mermaid. I'd be like, eh, 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 uh, let's uh, not do that. Sovereign's gonna hold your hand. What? I turn to him though, and I'm like, we can't let them eat a whole person. He's just like, he, he's trying to give you, like, even they'll say an Esten, give it five. I feel like I'm in Esther. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I've seen this. So, the guy is going to chop off her tentacle unless someone's going to do ranged combat. No, but Casimir just says, uh, they may be beasts, but we don't fucking eat them. What nonsense is this? As you say that, they chop. 
Um, into as, as the tentacle falls off, you begin to see the tentacle nearly instantly regenerate. Does it make it better? That's worse, because then that just means... No, that means that they're just using her then to, like, provide... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they just keep cutting new ones off. That's not better. So, quick... It's better for Sovereign. No one's... Like, she's not dying. So, um... I'm guessing Casimir learned the basic, like, halt, freeze... Do you want to die? Very uh, from Mikado? Yes, in yeah. Mikado. Can I ask this person, do you want to die in Mikado? Um, they say something back in Mikado. The only person who has Mikado, I believe, is Casimir. It'd be me. I, I also have Mikado. Oh, Clemente uh, I mean, Clemente is the only one who has Mikado. Sorry, Casimir yes. does not. Clemente is the only one who has actually full Mikado language. Yeah. So. Clemente, I'm going to drag you into another chat because I definitely don't want everyone to know it, and then I'm going to tell you what the person said. Goddamn. Okay. Damn. Damn. I don't know Mikado language. Uh, I do not believe you have Mikado. Um, let me double check. I don't. I, I, I mean, you hang with the Sangrapatis, but I don't uh, think that would be self blood. That would not be. Yeah. Like, I did best before. I if someone says they have Mikado on their character sheet, I will drag them over. I do not. Oh. Okay. I do not. Where would I find it? It's under you your fiance over. <laughs> she probably wouldn't know. Uh, I didn't bring her though. Where? Sorry. Where do I find it? Under language. Oh, uh, I don't have anything listed. Then I just don't. have a three in okay. language. Okay. I had one. What the fuck? What? I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Do not like it. Do not like it. That was. My I just favorite. don't like seafood, though. I love seafood, but mm. you guys can't hear him, can you? No. Only when he gets loud, but hey, that's fine. No, I meant like he was saying, "Any can you hear me? Then you can hear me." Oh yeah, no, we they're can't hear. Yeah, they're in a different room. Oh. I can't even hear what he's saying to Benny right oh, now. That's fine. Sometimes I have to like ask because when we were playing the game and he was like trying to talk to somebody, and we're, I'm like, I can hear you from the other room. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying, guys. What made me ask, like, how much Casimir uh, learned? Because I, I know a number of friends who have studied languages who's the like the basic textbook is like include shit like halt present your papers i know um, how to say uh ks albano because yeah. that's very important for me yes i mean where's the bathroom it's yes. the that is technically is there a bathroom donde esta esta albano would be where is the bathroom so yeah it's very funny if they were just like yes there is and they just walk away. She's like, "No." I've asked that question and gotten a no. There is not, which is a bummer. So, <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, you always ask, "Is there?" Because there may not be. Yeah. Oh, all right. We weren't plotting against you. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> hmm. you Hello. Can you hear us? Why didn't, 
Why yes. don't you take one of the microphone bears with you? Um, because Maybe. Uh, actually in in the full recording. Um, but Vinny, you can hear us. Can you say something, or if you can actually say something? Hello, we need to... hello. Okay, I can hear you. Okay, uh, if you want to type your question to me, feel free. Gotcha. Okay, and um, and. This person does not seem alarmed that this is happening, by the way. I will also, anyone who wants to do an empathy against them, that obviously is a way that you can do yes. it languageless. Yes. Can we roll straight um, awareness? Awareness? Uh, no. Um, you want to be specifically, could I roll a notice roll? I'll get, okay, everyone who wants to roll a notice, I'm just going to tell you a, a yes or no if the person's alarmed. And empathy is actually going to get you some motivation. Okay. okay. Notice. How did my empathy do? No? Or... I, I'm, I'm, I'm three things right now. I'm going to catch up in a second, please. Okay. Oh, that's a real shit roll for me. Okay. Uh, Casimir is like, I know the language. I don't need to know anyone else's shit. Uh, no, <laughs> Casimir doesn't know the language. It's Clemente that knows. He's like, ah. Oh. I looked close and I felt my lung. Um, so we are the only one who had a pure empathy is Siobhan. Um, I'm going to mute and Jen just walk in here. Okay. <laughs> and I'm mute too. Give me half a second. I mean, just in case, because sometimes your voice can carry. Rather undecided, the Casimir's like, I murder them. I don't eat them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, all the noticers, she is not alarmed or in pain. Octopus lady? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't like anything about this, but... <laughs> I think after not getting a response he can understand, Casimir walks to the, just walks away. Yeah, they definitely have yeah, a whole but area takes for the wine with him. Takes the wine yeah. with him and walks away. Takes the wine. Everyone who, gets up, who, 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 can't, who can't handle it, definitely they walk away. Um, Timothy is like, wow. Like, you thought you were going for pizza, not that the you were eating Mr. Pizza. <laughs> like <laughs> Pizza the Hut. Yeah. Pizza he's like the hut. He's like, wow. He's 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 like looks at uh Siobhan like you knocked it out of the park on this invite. <laughs> I, I'm gonna lean over and, and explain to him my empathy insight. Um, let, let me actually see if Timothy's actually heard of this because he's a scholar. Mm -hmm. Um, Derek should go and hang and be buddies. Oof. And Timothy's like, I've heard of this. I'll have to ask you more about it later, my lord. Um, I will let uh. Uh, Carrick do an education role, but 
at least break a 12 to get anything. Oh. <laughs> double ones, double ones. That's a bummer. Oh well. So yes, they chop off as she regenerates uh, limbs, and then they uh, dice up the limbs and put it in the frying pan. Um, tentacles they, only, right? Not not it, her like fingers or something. Yeah, yeah tentacles only. And uh, as they they put it into the frying pan, they basically kind of put almost like a. Uh, Hessen sauce or like a soy sauce kind of thing on top of it, and uh, they serve it over a um, bed of arugula. Since and Sovereign stopped me, I'm gonna. Is he gonna eat it? I mean, I'm kind of assuming he is. He is, but first he's gonna. Poke at the fucking bear because that was the whole point of bringing him here. Sure. And that guy's like, well, uh, uh, and he's like, you've had no difficulty eating people's heritage. Something given freely you don't take? How hypocritical. Do I know about this custom of eating a person that's half tentacle? Like, do I know about these kind of beings? Yeah, the, well, that's the problem with a nine education roll, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat it and make eye contact with him the entire time. <laughs> Who's with him? Oh, with the, uh, with the bad guy? Yeah, Dur- Duris. Dur- yeah. Demis. Uh, and and uh, Sovereign eats it, and... Uh, um, Timothy eats it. And, I don't think um, Siobhan's going to like. That's just a bridge too far for her culinary wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lila too. Maybe if I understood more, but I don't, and I'm just like, to it to her, it looks like someone who's just resigned to their fate. Not that you know, and I don't know what the background so, is. So I'm. Just I guess kind of the the question is more. Do you trust Sovereign? I do trust Sovereign. And he's eating it. Is that the question? Is that the That's thing you're more going the vibe. With? Yeah. And basically, this entire meal was to fuck with the Lord of Selene. No, and it was for me. Okay, I'll eat it. I'll eat it, and I'll love it. <laughs> okay. You know, Everyone is blunt. I will totally just put my sphere up neck on the ta- Not on the table, just like... Standing next to it. Okay. Like Everyone who <laughs> didn't eat, no. do a notice. Everyone who did eat, do a uh, a will. Um, uh, the bonus is actually coordinate. Is notice awareness? Yes. Noticers who broke 10, which I think is almost everyone who noticed, okay? The, um, the will people um, are... Like, you know when like someone moves their hand really fast, like how you see shadows of it? All the people who ate are having reflections of their movement. 
having reflections of their movement. Like, imagine if I, when I moved, like you're seeing the shadow of their movement. Like, yeah, like it's bionic like, man style. When someone's tripping on drugs in a movie. <laughs> yes, but those are what the noticers are seeing of the people who ate. Like this, I'm assuming, is what you mean, right? <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> With the sparkles and everything. <laughs> I mean, the sparkles are essential. They are critical to the success of this movement. <laughs> now, the people who ate are finding that anything physical that they touch, they're completely allowed to manipulate its matter. Like the, the fork, you, you can bend as if it was just a noodle. The plate, plate, the plate. You can touch it, and it can become as hard as crystal, or it can become as soft as anything. Yeah, and and you're able to do that entirely, and it is actually happening in the real world. Even the noticers see those things happen occur to you. Wow. Like Timothy, like holds his like seal of office, and it actually like forms into like the uh uh the burning flowers on it actually like begin to like actually like glow in flame wow um but the noticers are seeing this shit occur yeah this is a unique experience <laughs> could i uh <clears throat> Can I reveal what I heard? You think people are up to hearing that right now? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm not even all there to repeat that. I'm probably just like, oh, I can't manipulate shit. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, you pull one of your daggers and, like, it can grow with your thought. Like, yeah. I now have a long sword. <laughs> Uh, no, it's much more like you have a super long needle. It doesn't change mass. Ah, okay. It changes form. It lasts about 45 seconds. Man, I have too many bad ideas. And after... Or good ones. It occurs... No, like... <laughs> Go ahead, Patrick, sorry. After it occurs, um, it takes about another 10 minutes for the altered objects to begin to revert back to their form. And uh, the tentacled woman is escorted out while all you guys are in your quasi-trip. What if I took one of the threads of the tablecloth and I pulled on it and I turned it to hard and then I ran it through the other guy's eye? Those were the kind of ideas that I was having. You want a will roll? Fuck it! Stab him! <laughs> no, I'm not. <clears throat> I'm trying to trust Sovereign. Right, because then you know what's going to happen. Lewis is going to be like, not again. Yeah, Lewis it's going to be, be like, like, how many fucking people do I have to get, get, get you off from murdering? Right. I'm, I'm so. trying to be a good wife and keep my murder thoughts to myself. And this is why I couldn't marry Lewis Covengard. <laughs> Yes. So um, the meal has kind of finished. Um, everyone is given a uh, 
a piece of parchment um, with like the date and their name that they got to come to this event. Um, and a and it is signed by the seal of the Grand Gourmet. <clears throat> and um, as that kind of is going, you realize that they the entire tent in the pavilion actually had another tent on it, and they pulled that off, so the light kind of begins to shine through into the room, almost like the theater opening. Oh, wow. Wow. That's very intricate, the balance between food and, and theater, yeah. And Sovereign basically says to uh, the De Vegas that I believe this is the last time that we will see each other at peace. Hope that we not see each other again. And they just huff, huff, and walk away. And Sovereign then goes to Carrick, and he says, thank you very much, my lord. The representation of you here, I believe, made a situation which could have escalated into violence to be the exact amount of social threat I think that was necessary. Happy to have helped. <laughs> and then he goes Maybe. over to Siobhan and Timothy, and he says, well, your attendance was an unexpected surprise. I hope that the meal made more than worth it for the scenario as a and Timothy is like, oh, I'm. It was a once in a lifetime experience. Thank you very, very much, Siobhan, for inviting me. Uh, of course, my lord. I, I hoped, I had hoped to give you a, the kind of once in a, uh, a lifetime experiences I know that you appreciate. Um, I, uh, I honestly believed I would, now being a Duke, I would never have the opportunity to leave the country to you experience this i'd only read about it um uh i uh i don't know how to repay all of you um and sovereign says um take it merely as the first of many of your upcoming wedding gifts and, uh, well um thank you for uh inviting us all to such a lovely meal <laughs> it was unexpectedly delightful. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I believe that uh, I, I perhaps should go with uh, Lord Whitestar and uh, ensure that he gets back to his his quarters safely. Of course. And uh, Clemente. Is is yeah. <laughs> well, he has White Star guards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't have White Star guards. No, but he would yeah, send the them back. with you. He's not going to let you go alone. Mm. You're you're the betrothed of the House of White Star. They're gonna send whatever you need with you. Um it is very much like I, I don't wanna like make it this way, but it's like Timothy, if he was like this guy in his 40s, the first time like taking drugs. 
Oh, yeah, this was so cool. <laughs> talking about it. Hey, you know, uh, um, but he is incredibly grateful, like not thinking like this would have been at all what was being invited to. Glad um, we could make it something for him to remember. Yeah. I think Casimir would wait until he gets back to the quarters to confront Sovereign. Um, while I make sure that well, while I see uh, the Duke back to his, his <laughs> own home territories, um, I would like to, because I, I don't remember what my level of with him was. You, 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 you capped it, um, at the engagement. Okay, do I need to continue like feeding into In that? In, until there's something that would drag it down, no. Okay. All right. Because you, you, it's been two days since you got it, so it, you're still. It's not like it's even months. I would say if you have a month away from him, it would go down by one. Yeah. But, well, yeah. she will spend some time, quality time, with him, considering that they're now formally engaged. So, um, yeah. So she'll be a, a little delayed getting back to to meet with the others. Um, on the walk back, is anyone going to ask any questions or say anything? Probably now would be the time to tell them, I'd imagine. Sure. Just to be like, hey. Um, so, in case if anyone was curious, uh, what she had spoken of in Mikado, she said, the blessing of the worm to the unbelievers. Of course, okay. not too loudly, but loud enough okay. for people near me. Yeah, Casimir can't wait anymore. He uh, sort of, as quietly as he can, but very, like, angrily, like, gets up in Sovereign's face and says, the next fucking, next time you plan on having us eat a person, even a half person, with involved with world-destroying magics, tell me so I can not... I can get myself as far away from that madness as possible. And then he uh, walks away. Oh, he's going to get in your face. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. No. Sovereign's going to be like, first, you all had the opportunity to walk out. You were warned it was a scenario and you thought you could handle it. The fact that you couldn't actually handle such a thing Maybe you didn't have the stomach, maybe the lungs for it. How many Mikado have you killed? How many enemies of the state have I killed? Or how many sorcerous people have you killed in their own homelands? You went and invaded a territory that wasn't ours and attempted to rip people out of their domain. He takes Laya's hand. I'm trying to stop people from doing that. As long as they uh, in, are involved in magics that actively just are destroying the wor world through their worm magic, I have no problem killing them. Baron Duran, you have trophies, but we never ate them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Baron Duran, your interests now involve yourself in the Bellands, not the invasion of foreign countries and the disruption of people's native choices. I would walk away still holding Sovereign's hand and be like, we have to be done with this. And just kind of try to lead him away. Because I kind of feel like the next step is blows, and I don't want to go there. Okay. Sovereign, I'll go with you. Okay. And Sovereign's like, this was the opportunity to regain Selene without bloodshed. Yeah, I'm giving this man an air as soon as I can. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> you might beat me now. Like, it might have happened yeah. at the table, and we just didn't know it. He's like, if we would have left and he would not have understood our intentions, what would have been the point? Or frozen? I think it was a full Discord freeze, actually. <laughs> I had a full Discord freeze for a moment. Lila, like, yeah, she's, uh, Laura was all, uh, frozen for her yeah. a moment. So the rest of you are able to go back, um, as Laya and Sovereign are held back for a moment. Um, and Casimir obviously can be, say your catchphrase, man. Come on. This is like the time for the catchphrase. Oh, yeah. No, he's definitely going and in his, uh, Porters with Penelope and loudly ranting about dark magics. <laughs> Penelope's kind of response is, but you come from pirate witches, right? Uh, evidently, I never uh, associated with them. Okay, but you have to understand that your family are pirate witches. You have to slowly bring them to the truth of the bell ringer. Sometimes I wonder if the truth is beyond their grasp. The purity of the bell ringer eventually will bring it all to its grace and light. And she gives you a kiss like, it's okay, we're faithful. I understand <laughs> that like, it's a mixed marriage, you know, your side of the family, they don't, they don't understand. Um, but, uh, I would imagine Laya goes back to your guys' group uh, alone as Sovereign goes off to do his other stuff for the day since he's done his support House Silveridge time. Yeah. Yeah, um, actually, before I fell off, did you hear me say how I wanted to thank him and appreciate and I appreciated his efforts? Or did that get eaten up by the oh, great? You know, you're fine with that, yeah. Okay, that. yeah. Yeah. Sovereign's like... Your problems are my problems. Let's get this going. Excellent. It's kind of terrible and yet powerful is kind of hot. <laughs> um, once again, why I couldn't be with the good guy. <laughs> so, anyone have anything they'd like to go do? Um, that was, by the way, an interlude I was going to actually do when the armies marched, but since we no one was okay. planning stuff. 
Did we want to do the the bit for Clemente since you are going Clemente, to you be? Want, do you want to go off to the roadhouse or do you want to go look for a spouse? Hmm. Or look for a spouse at the roadhouse. I, you know, I'm just saying that any kind of girl that can handle it there. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will note that there is a particular Zarazovich guard that you do find appealing. Okay. I mean, can I get a photo of the, the Zarazovich guard? See what they look like? There you go. Well, she's going to kick your ass. It's kind of hot, Wait, where is it? Oh, it's in the general channel. No popping up. The last thing I see is um, Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> one under. <laughs> <laughs> you go, it's the guard. He's definitely not hot. <laughs> um, let That's me weird. see if I. I will try just to uh, send it directly to you. Okay, it's sent directly to you. Discord's being weird tonight anyway. Yeah. Like it just right right now it froze on me and then I had to completely restart it. Oh yeah, see. Your picture killed him. In the dark. <laughs> okay. Does everybody getting a reset for okay, so I'm not the only one. Um actually, yeah, that's that's like right up Clemente's alley. <laughs> He's like, hey. <laughs> hey girl, hey. hey. Hey, hey. Um, yeah, I think I think Clemente is gonna try to 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 lay the moves. Okay. <laughs> so you you're as you're walking up, she's guarding the house Sarazovich doors. And uh she is uh she is standing there and you can walk on up and do some talks. Clemente is going to look at her and be like, uh, "Could I, could I be so honored to know your name?" I'm Kristen Mayer. Kristen? Okay, Kristen. Oh, Kristen. My name is uh, Clemente, and I want to try to like wow her with with the ring that I stole, like kind of like a like a sleight of hand magician. Kind of deal. What's this behind your ear? <laughs> oh, you must have dirty ears. <laughs> Whoop! Would you look at that? <laughs> okay. Um, can um, you give me a uh, a sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. Excellent. So, and so you pull the uh, uh, the the star ring. That is glows and moves uh, from behind her, and she says, "That is a ring of a unique appearance." Did uh, I figured a, a 
beautiful gift for a beautiful woman. Oh, it's a gift for me? It could be yours. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, uh, I imagine that you must have many of them with all the women that you must woo. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I'm afraid not. Uh, this is not often something that I uh, pursue. Are you pursuing merely a momentary aspect? I heard that the brothels here are quite illustrious. Well, while the brothels may be good in the moment, uh, sometimes you find something that catches your eye a bit more long-term. Oh, man. Uh, uh, how about... Sorry, go ahead. She's like, I'm currently working and you're currently working. There's obviously times where our charges go to sleep. I'd be willing to meet you when I don't have obligations. Well, I, uh, I'll hold you to that then. Let us I, say uh... at... Three at night. I'll make sure to not even be a minute late. I will meet you outside your door then. Okay. Clemente's got his, uh, <laughs> his Kristen Mayer. Yay. That was sweet. Right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then she's going to be like, you don't have any strong religious opinions, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that any strong what? Religious opinions, do you? Oh, okay. <laughs> Just found out tonight I actually really love me some, some Mikado. <laughs> well, it comes from a death cult. He may have some strong religious opinions. <laughs> oh. By the way, uh, Siobhan, because he did win the education role, Timothy would tell you what it was when you guys were alone. Okay. Okay. So Timothy tells you that um, different Mikado people actually have a enlightening kind of uh, awakening that they do amongst their people. And while every Mikado is blessed in different ways who has blended reality, some are blessed where um, every piece of themselves removed for this ritual, they don't actually permanently lose. And then by digesting this, the idea is that you actually taste the heartbeat of O. I see. I feel like if that had been written on the menu somewhere, that might have been helpful. I think it was called Dark Magics. <laughs> we just kind of glossed um, over that part. well with With a good Bordeaux or Sauvignon or, yeah. So, Tim <laughs> yeah, Tim Timothy basically says that um, 
it is only done normally in places with heavy Mikado presence because you can't find... It's not just any Mikado that can do the ritual. It has to be a rare Mikado that has the ability when they're cut for the ritual, they don't get hurt. And it is... It is like if you guys almost got to like... You got to got to participate in another religion's like Pesach meal. Mm-hmm. I see. And how is that related to the stories of the Fedor people? Well, the Fedor nature and where we came from, we were in the heart of, oh, during our travels, as this whole sphere that we are on is the dead heart of O. I see. And so somehow this is tied to uh, our heritage as well. In the great caverns underneath, and like Timothy's all excited about telling you these like historical things. <laughs> In the great caverns inside the sphere where it's like a walnut. We exist on this outer piece, but once you break inside, there are all these nooks and crevices where things are there. In one of these crevices, the ancient Fedor people went and they traveled for an entire generation. And when they came up, they came up in what is what we now call the Bellland. So all Fedor people have this connection to the depth of the true nature of O, seen by the three great triumvirates of, of faiths. I can't say, my lord, that I can quite understand all of what you, all of the insight and history and knowledge you share, but um, I do find that it is most intriguing that our legends and those of, I suppose, the Mikado or have those the similar strains. One of the things that the common people do not know that you will need to understand as a luminary of this country, all faiths are true. I, well, I, I can't necessarily disagree with that statement, but... The, the common bell ringer believes that they are fighting against ignorance. They are fighting the Mikado, for the Mikado are a destructive, evil force. That they are fighting the Estin, for they revert to dark old ways. Every piece of them is a piece of O that will come and go through the knowledge that there is. The reason that we're bell ringers is it shows the light to the future without us being torn into the past. Hmm. All the powers of the Estin were the creation before our creation. All the powers of the Mikado are the attempted breaking of the wheel. But by the light of the bell ringer and all the aspects of the star gods, we're shown the future to the next world. So would you say they all must work together in order to lead to that next world? Everyone has their own purpose. But just as much as 
in the last incarnation, we know that the old gods survived to the end of creation, or they wouldn't be here now. We know old gods came from the previous incarnation. So they had to have survived to the end. Perfect extermination of all the, all the religions can't exist. For we know they existed in time before, and they will exist in time after. All we're trying to do is give illumination to the common man to see the future. Instead of being drugged into generations of incarnations in the past. <clears throat> the original Fedor people got to touch the heart of this truth when they stabbed into the great organ and killed a, a key piece of the great heart. By fighting the Maw and entering where they did, us Fedor people have touched the nature of the Mikado. We have felt the blood of the old gods, all to then be blessed by the coming of the bell ringer. So I suppose then we could say we are the the ones who have had the most contact with all the gods and all the faiths. Absolutely. Ethan Sedai is a upstart as he was not touched by all different pieces. It is the nature why the Fedora are truly seen as the seven blessed. Well, thank you for enlightening me further on my Fedora heritage. It is good for me to know more of it if I am to be by your side. The idea that all the faiths are absolute and true in their nature, but only the bell ringer, it keeps us from the stagnation is, I would say, normally only known by tested and the noble educate. Then I am pleased that you are among the noble educated who has such wisdom. I think that it will serve you well, as especially given what is coming for your lands. Now that I've said all that, it's important to understand the saffron is a religion made by man. Absolutely. And since the Saffron Society is a religion made by man and not by gods, it itself only drags people <clears throat> away from the truth. Yes. But such exciting but stressful day. Thank you very much again for everything. And he gives his goodbyes to Siobhan. But Siobhan would have definitely at least gotten that key piece of... He doesn't get to talk like this to public people because he doesn't Allow himself to be open. No. She is happy for him to nerd at her all he wants. <laughs> and so you actually, can, when you come back, you're like, you know, I think, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pro bell ringer now, but still anti-dirt. <laughs> <laughs> anti-dirt. But Siobhan's going to always be, I think... I think he hit the sweet spot with Siobhan on the all religions are true. And she's like, yes. But I'm going to be Duchess of White Star. I'm going to stand by the faith of my people. But yes, all religions are true. All religions are needed and necessary. Yeah, The fact he's like, we will never exterminate all the religions. We know that because they existed in the previous iteration. 
yeah is a real important piece of why yeah. they're well they're they're fanatical bell ringers they're not bell kind of we can win the war yes Siobhan's like, I am happy to hear that. Because you know why? My cousin is, is half-ested. And, you know, well, my other cousin is marrying into, like, the Almerans. Yeah. And, you know, I really am over the religious conflicts of my own family. Like, <laughs> I have another relative who's a crusader. And, uh, he needs to get over his dark magic bullshit. <laughs> what? It's just, um, it's... Bullshit? What? It says the person who just ate a person. Oh no, Siobhan ate a person's didn't... arm. Siobhan didn't eat the. No, she took the notice roll. She didn't take I the little did the roll. notice roll. Okay, yeah, well... eating a person was just a, a step too far for Siobhan. She's like, yeah, no, no. no Lila ate it though, because that was her. I gotta trust Sovereign moment. But Sovereign hasn't Sovereign hasn't failed you yet. No, and that was yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna give that man so many errors, it's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> Clemente ate it because he's a sucker for Calamari. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Clemente, especially because now like you've heard her say it, you might have actually heard of people doing this ritual. In the day, because you come from an area where there's also Mikado. So it's it's more likely because you're not from the continent. You're you're from an island. So he would just see it as like, oh, this is just typical every day. No. It once a year, rare ritual event, specialty kind of scenario, but you would have it would not be that like it, you've never heard of its existence. But it wouldn't have been on the tip of your lips. It would have been like, yeah. hey, I, I heard that like people do Ramadan. What's Ramadan again? Uh, mm -hmm. I heard people do X. That kind of thing. So all of you are uh, back in the rooms, and you guys can decide if you want to go to the roadhouse. Yes. Probably what I know about Jewish holidays. Someone tried to kill you, now you eat something because of it. That's basically <laughs> I know there's actual religious reasons, but you know all you really hear about it. Yeah, there's like a whole chart, is it? And the four things are, you have to fast, you mm -hmm. have to eat, did someone try to kill you, or trees are great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plant some trees. Um, I redid that entire thing, by the way, because I wanted to put it in my notes for mm -hmm. Temple. It was funny. <laughs> okay, so uh, anyone want to arm up for the roadhouse, or are you guys going to go all disguised? Nope. Uh, is definitely I'm wearing spirits. Yeah, I am not going to go. I might dip out a little early because I have to get up at 5.30 to come to where you guys are. Um, and I've got to pack up the last of my computer stuff because I couldn't use the computer stuff and be on the computer stuff. Um, okay. So yeah, it's totally fine. Okay, cool. Oh, I will okay. see you tomorrow then. And what time right, is your flight just for curiosity again? Oh, crap. Uh, I think it's 11. Let me double check. Go to my Delta app. 
I think Clemente would go to the Roadhouse, but only if Siobhan was going to go. Siobhan's going. Then, yeah, no question. He's like combat or, or like the possibility of finding out about those marks. Sold. Weird. Okay. It says that it's giving me what direction or what time it's leaving and what time we're boarding, but not what time we're landing. Let me go back to the thing on the um in my email. Okay, but you also can leave and just text me. I don't want you to get distracted. I will do that then. All right, thank you guys. Good night. night. Okay, so everyone who's packing their heat, packs their heat, and they're going to. And by the way, did you did you guys like the the meal thing? It was a little weird, huh? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, that was great. That As has us. some. World of Darkness vibe to it there. I appreciated. As somebody who just watched the movie The Menu, I, I personally loved it. I thought it was really cool. I'm glad. Weird dinner scenes with some spookiness to it. I'm into it. Yeah. And it, it was definitely meant to expand PC's knowledge of the greater religious world. Right. So... You guys uh, pack up on horses, and uh, you guys hey, start. Schmier, what, what kind of armor are you wearing? I don't know if I'm no, just wearing a breastplate. armor. Yeah, I don't know if I'm wearing actually wearing armor to the place. Right, actually, also Casimir needs to go by palanquin, or he's going to get a worse roll in two days. If oh, he okay. gets on a horse, oh. he automatically gets knocked down on on his success. But the palanquin's oh, yeah. good. It's not far. You guys can take oh, pounds. Okay. It's just gonna take. Okay. It's just gonna take, like basically, instead of taking an hour, it's gonna take an hour and a half. Well, I was just like... wondering if he wanted my splint mail. Last summer, he was just wearing a breastplate. Yes, um, I do just have a breastplate, but but he's not arming up for this. This is the vibe okay. he's given. I just have my sword. Okay. Um. Everyone then might as well just take palanquins together, so no one has to do an animal handling roll. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind, but yeah, we can do pelicans. Yeah, it's just you gotta, you guys gotta stay back for Casimir because if he gets right. on that horse, the yeah. moment he gets on a horse, the diff goes to eighteen. Yeah. So pelicans it is. Yeah. Um. So you guys are um, being um, hefted in palanquins to the location, and uh, the palanquin guy says, uh, "There's the." Uh, Hangsman's rope you told me to, to watch for, sir. Thank you. And I tip um, him generously. Okay. Uh, do you want us to wait here? Or do you want to... Uh... Yeah, because uh, I'm not sure how else I'd get back. <laughs> okay. Are they going to be safe here? Like, are they armed enough? It is pear stone. Like they don't have anything to be robbed of, really. So oh, okay. they're they're seriously dudes who just drag people locations, and they have the cash for the fare. Like they have a little sign on the side: "Driver does not actually carry cash." <laughs> um. So they're like, if shit comes, they'll run. You know, they're hurt. They're really good at running. Since it's yeah. their job. You can have the palanquin. <laughs> it's like, you should see the thighs on this guy. Um, 
so you guys want to start walking up to the uh, the inn? Yes. Okay. Um, everyone who is here, can I please have a quick notice roll? Give me two seconds. Um, so Siobhan and Casimir begin to hear music. Okay. Any, is it like pirate sea shanty music or what, what kind of music we got going on here? Harps and flutes. Um, is kind of the vibe. Um, okay. Not really a shanty, more like a... Um, I don't know how to kind of really describe it. Um, if a Tarantella was calmer. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as you guys are walking up to the um, this kind of like roadhouse, it is a uh, two-story... Um, building where the top story looks like there was a burned there's a fire upstairs and you see that there is light coming through the cracks of the wooden building there is no signs on the outside of the door and the door looks heavily reinforced I'll go look at everyone else like Do you want to knock or should I? You said that there were cracks in the walls? You see light coming through cracks in the walls. Would I be able to stealth my way to said cracks and see if I can peer in? Um, I would let you easily stealth since no one's looking at you, but um, I would need a very high notice to be able to perceive anything through. You're in pitch darkness and there's light inside. Mm, okay. Mm, I can't even notice. <laughs> Barely even notice anything. They're like, it's dark. I like it dark. <laughs> <laughs> Try the same thing then, I guess. Okay. Like, yeah, Clemente, you can give the idea to the other group. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Caden. Yeah. When you look inside, um, there seems to be some music playing and people dancing. Their faces look odd. Like wearing a mask on. Can't tell. Need to break okay. a 20 to know. Uh, You're looking through a crack. Right. <laughs> it's like we're talking like you're seeing about as much as like through a keyhole. Okay. What would you like to do? What would happen if I tried to push on the store to open it? I was wondering if I explained to Clemente what I saw. Maybe he can make a uh, streetwise no. 
You didn't see enough to really tell him. You saw people dancing. Okay. Worth a shot. Yeah. So you could try to push on the door. Um, I'll tell you what happens. I just you ask what if I not I, I yeah, yeah. push on the door. I'm go- I'm going to attempt to um, while you know as sneakily as I can. I'm going to try and open that door. So as you press on the door, you see that it is firmly locked. You wish to attempt to pick the lock. Yes. Okay. Um, I believe you have a thievery roll. Um, what's the exact phrase of the roll? Uh, oh, pick lock. Oh, you have a pick lock. Okay, roll that. You um, pick the lock, and then you notice that there are um, two bolts on either side, but you are easily able to flip a wedge through and slide the bolts over. Um, the door is currently unlocked, but you're holding it. You're holding it in case someone's looking at the door; they won't notice it open yet. Like the way you even did it is like you put two hooks um, that you had from your belt into the wooden part of the door and leaned back. So as you picked, there wasn't any movement pressure on the door because you're holding it. It's not. It's not bouncing back and forth. And then you kind of loose yourself forward and you can decide how you want to open the door. Casimir sort of whispers like, what is her plan? Go in and say hello. We have not. But that takes away all the fun. All right. Uh, I've I've just had enough uh, broken ribs for this past uh, week. I'd like to uh, keep those as low as possible, but uh, I have your back. Yeah, I'm just going to give you a general idea of how our plans go. How about I... Try to continue to sneak inside and see if I can report back to you. If you feel that that's a good plan, then all right. All right, so I'm going to sneak in and try to blend in with the other, with the crowd, pretty much. Okay. I'm telling you, it's it's a hard roll, but you're a king of sneaking. I just want you to understand this is not like, hey, I beat a six, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, sneaky boy, I believe in the heart of the cards. Yeah, no, it's a 20. Good. 20's good. So, you uh, you edge the door just enough that you're you throw a rock to the other side of the room, like through the crack of the door. Everyone kind of turns, and you go in, and you stand next to everyone, and you're like, what's that over there? <laughs> <laughs> so, in the room, there's a group of people I would love not to describe, since not everyone else can see them, and I'd rather not have to drag you into a chat. Okay. <laughs> like I'm like, well, no one wanted to open the door. No one wanted to knock. There's a group of people. They seem nonviolent. <laughs> but the faces are odd. The faces are incredibly odd. 
Like, oh, actually, I can see the pictures of the faces. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, so we can do that. So we have you know, I found out about Yu-Gi-Oh! That they didn't translate into the American version very well. That the heart of the cards is just him trusting the deck. The actual magical ability to top deck whatever you need. It's straight up magical cheating. <laughs> Apparently that's very clear in the Japanese version. It's straight up magical what? Cheating. Oh. The heart of the card is literally you using magic to top deck whatever it is you need to win. <laughs> Mm. That uh, okay. that is pretty odd. Yep, but you can see that's why I didn't want to just say it. No, yeah, I get it. I I, I totally understand. Um, I guess you guys are just gonna have to wait. <laughs> I'm just here taking a scouting report. Yep. Yeah. So you could wait like five, ten minutes and try to sneak out again and talk to them, but um, there seems to be dancing. There seems to be drinking and carousing. Um, this definitely seems to be a front room while there is other things happening in the basement. Ooh, do I venture to the basement? The temptation of being a sneaky boy. Um, I'm going to wait a couple of minutes and then, and then head out back and try to tell them what I saw. Okay. Um, I need a... I'm going to need a sneak, and then I'm going to need another pick lock. Um, do you prefer any order, or just go with it? A sneak has to be first, because that is if you can basically get to the door with no one bothering you. Uh, you do not. Oof. Um, you begin to go to the door, and one person says, I noticed that you are unprepared for this event. And you realize I, uh... why you can't blend in. Right? You see why you can't blend in. I seem to have left my... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I'm not wearing an odd face mask like the rest of you? Someone told me that I had it on perfectly. Um, um, hmm. Who invited you? Only the coolest person around. Okay, can you give me a bluff? Uh, yeah. This is not going to go well. But we believe in the heart of the cards here in this house. Um, I don't have bluff. Can I give you a deception? Yeah, flip deception. Oof. No. Oof. <laughs> no like, he's been here all the time. It's the guy who just left. Uh, you know, um, the, the guy with the face. You, you are drawing a crowd. Um, are you going to attempt to bust through the door and flee? Okay. Bing, bing. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I need you to do your pick lock roll that you are essentially trying to force the lock open in one action. Uh, you that was unfortunate. Okay. Um, because you don't need to be sneaky about it. It's a little easier. You basically throw open the lock. Um, 
You guys see the door go wide as Clemente uh, jumps out of the room as you are seeing a group of people who all look like this. Uh, nice mask. <laughs> Lovely. Are those the kind of masks that the Odd Fellows wore? No. Okay. Yeah, the Odd Fellows only wore. Um, remember from your uh, your eyes think... to the um, your nose. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I think we should uh, retreat and figure out a different game plan. This did not go well. Uh, what are the people doing? Are they chasing him? Uh, uh, is he having this conversation within like two feet of the door where everyone else is standing? Ooh, probably well, not. Yeah, what, what, what's I'm going just going to have them notice me running. Okay, you see Clemente run like a thief in the dark. He's <laughs> 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 a thief in the dark. <laughs> um... What the hell? Uh, so, so there's just a bunch of creepy masked people looking at us. Yes. I'll, I'll say, I'll say loudly to to Siobhan, um, Oh dear, this is, does not appear to be the place that they said it it was. Uh, time to go. Hey, sweetie. And oh, wait, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Try to do a uh, deception. Okay. <laughs> okay. You see them coming closer to you, and I will accept a notice from Siobhan and Cam. Kenny, but Damien is still trying to talk, fast talk. No, I, 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 so I'm the one trying to fast talk, I guess. Right? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. So Damien can get the role of Casimir as doing the fast talk. Ooh, Caden, you did get that. Um, Caden, you realize their regal clothes are blood strewn in different parts, like they at fifteen, like they'd been taken from nobles. Mm. And you're seeing like them all like begin to like start like pull like daggers and hatchets from like their clothing as they're walking on walking up to your noble mm -hmm. entourage. Oh yes, the very the very very common daggers and knives, right? <laughs> oh no, very nice daggers and knives oh. stolen from their victims. So, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> Siobhan, who is straight up the noble right right here, and with her two bastard cousins. Uh, anyway, spare time. Um. <laughs> well, is it run and save, like, defend Casimir and Siobhan while they're fleeing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they're not armed, right? Yeah. Uh, well, Casimir is, but Casimir is also armed with a, a pierced lung. Um, right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, so uh Kaden, can you give me a um a fight spear roll? 
Okay. Um, that is definitely going to stab one of them. Just give me one moment, and I'm going to. Uh... Does that include the benefits? I don't. I don't know how to yeah. tell. I would presume not. There's. Oh, okay. It's just a plus one, then, right? Um. Why is that not tripping over? There it goes. Okay. Collapse all players. And and combat. Okay. Um, give me one second. Just, this is just so I can grab my damage. Okay. Um, actually, it doesn't need that for the damage. Okay, so you originally got um, a 16 with damage 5. That would be 10. Yeah, you stab through one of the people there as uh, they start uh, um, howling at you as they're running at you. They're, it's like five to one right now. So um, they are going to try to attack you. Um, you are wearing plate, which is going to give you some advantages. But this is not going to be... What I would construe as easy, right? <laughs> okay. Um, I am just going to quickly use this. It is not bar bar patron. It is just the person we are using for this attack. So right. we are going to do one. Actually, wait. Do we have a? Yeah. Oh, actually, here we go. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. So the 14, the 13s, and the 12s um, are each going to cause damage, but they're not going, it's not going to be a lot. Um, your, let me look at your stats. Um, it's going to be a total of seven damage and you have nine health so you're not going to actually have even you're not even at the point of wounds but you are you're getting mobbed right um so uh siobhan can you give me an athletics to flee um as well as uh casimir to um make sure you get out of the conflict zone and casimir And yeah, okay. You guys are like, he is always the bastard, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys get to the uh, 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 hangman's noose as uh, Clemente is there. And uh, Caden, um, I need you, you presumably are going to just bolt, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just there's so many. Um, give me a agility roll, and if you every point less than ten will be one guy attacking you. Okay, but you will get away. Ooh. Wait, will that heavy armor? Yeah, it's that heavy oh, it's armor. Oh, it's the heavy armor. Oof. Okay, so six guys attack. You're like chunk, 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 chunk. Uh, okay, go one, two, 
three, four, five, six. Okay, we're looking at one, two, three, four, five of them get you. Um, that is taking a wound, buddy. If you don't take a wound, you're going down. Gotcha. Well, I'll have to take the wound. Um, or you go down and are kidnapped and they have to rescue you. You are knocked unconscious if you don't take the wound, is basically mm. the story. Um, and sometimes on a field, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> when saffrons who are hunting and killing nobles nearby, eh, I don't know how great that is. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I will let you, I'll give you this choice. I'll let you temp destiny burn to escape without taking the wound for another reason. Are you willing okay. to accept that? Yes, I am. Okay. As you stab into someone, the shadow spear, um, Sedai trait, you fall through the shadow of the, of the dark. Okay. And you, as they're running by, um, you are, you come out of it later and you're going to have one health for now. You are bruised and wrecked, but you will recover with a night of sleep. Okay. Um, so everyone else um, at the uh, so Clemente, do you want to start talking to everybody? Well, um, first of all, let's. What do we see going on with Caden? Because Siobhan will be very upset if one of her favorite cousins is like. <laughs> right, but you guys are in full boat run for your lives. Yes, but that doesn't mean that she's no. not worried about Caden. You get about a hundred yards, you see him being pulled down by a stack of people, and you actually would probably see him just fall away in the mob because he's gonna fall through the darkness. Because of his Sedai Shadow Spear that he bought for okay. monstrous money. Siobhan might lose her shit at that. Um Shazbear's just gonna say we can't <laughs> fight them all, just keep running. And would it be possible to make a command roll? Yes. Okay, uh, Siobhan, you're up four on your uh, will courage to mm. hold your shit. Yes, but he has she... a very he has a very solid voice for you to help you with your your courage roll. Okay, I mean. She wouldn't be falling apart. She'd be very much like, we gotta go out, Caden! <laughs> right, but he's very much giving you... He sacrificed himself for your life. Don't make a sacrifice in vain. Yeah. So, can you give me your courage roll, please? Yes. That's a shit ton of ones. I know. For, especially because I'm good at... I usually have good courage rolls. I'm up four. So. Yeah, that 11 makes it that you don't break down into a psychotic uh, remembrance of the violence that you ran from in your youth. Yes. Um, so, Casimir, uh, are you going to be like, Palanquin uh, guys, let's fucking go? Oh, yes. Okay, so you jump in the Palanquins. Um, can you give me a status roll um, to motivate the Palanquin people? Yes. And um, I'll say uh, um, a gold, uh, if you 
book it to further motivate them. Silver. Silver problem. The gold is a lot. Uh, okay, so you you succeed very solidly. You guys are running, and there's the one empty palanquin. As falling from the sky, um, you see Caden slam into the ground in front of you guys as the shadow hop that he can't control on the blade just pulled him out of the violence. Um... Yeah, Siobhan's just going to, like, yelp and be like, get him in the palaquin, get him in the palaquin, let's go. Like, she's already upset because she thought he might have died, but... So, as as you guys are, like, putting him in the palaquins, you see the murderous uh, people of the masquerade ball uh, um, at the uh, hangman's noose. And uh, they're kind of, like, all looking at you in this almost, like, horrific clown kind of bloody vibe as you guys are running down, running away with the palanquins. What the fucking... My fucking cadre. So, you guys make it back to... uh, uh, Mistwick, and back into the presence of house guards. Yeah, I, I immediately go to them and say, I explain where where we were and say uh, there's a number of murderers there. I'm sure they're gone by now, but um, round up uh, uh, at least 30 men. Um, re- tear that place apart. Find what you can. Baron to run, we don't have authority to do policing actions in a domain that is not ours. Oh, who exactly? Sorry, I should have specified um, who it. I should have asked who it is. I'm speaking, what group I'm currently speaking to. You're speaking to Silverage House Guards. Okay, I said fine. I'll, I'll say it's like, are you really that much of a coward? I heard better <laughs> from the lands of my father. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you right now. Go tell the um, Hairstone Guards. The information you just got. Uh, absolutely. Um, we, we, we are happy to tell the mercenary guards. Um, we were just ordered by Lord Connor to not break the law in Paristone. I understand. So they all bow before you both, and then they run off to go tell Paristone guards. Because basically, they were told that if they start breaking the law in Paristone, that mercenary groups would start killing their own people. Yeah, well, Kashmir wasn't here for that part. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, everyone else is yeah. like, oh, well, hold your horses. <laughs> yeah. Ezra is like, I just said that there's a bunch of murder clowns, and you say no? <laughs> yes. And they're like, uh, uh, Connor told us not to break the law, sir. <laughs> okay, so we're now at 1013. Um, I hope people enjoyed the visuals and the concept of today's game. Um, and uh, as always, mysterious meals in Patrick's games. <laughs> it's true. Very crazy. Yeah. I did have a quick question mechanically, only because Laura made me think mm-hmm. of it, and I remember we had talked about it with Game of Thrones. Like, so is there? Uh, are you going to implement that one mechanic you found about like probability and and 
the next generation, the heirs. Um, I am going to do that. What I was going to actually do is um, every month you're with your spouse, there's a role for pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And then on the pe- pregnancy role, then um, based on the violence that the person experiences before the birth is going to basically be on how many penalties or bonuses the kid has. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you're running off with the troops, things are obviously the kids bouncing a little bit more than you're laid in bed constantly. Yeah, so the yeah, more yeah. you want to invest in the kid, the less you can do. Yeah. And then I was going to go do those big legacy roles on the kids' aptitudes and the con- and the kids' mm, cool. opportunities. Yeah, no, because I was just curious because we had talked about it before and I was <laughs> like, well, how do- is the next generation going to be produced mechanically, not necessarily in the... I mean, I sadly do know how the birds and the bees work, but how does that break right. down statistically? The other thing is almost... All of you basically, except Clemente, are of a social class that your kids are going to entirely be raised by staff. You're going to have <laughs> random moments of positive interactions with your with your kids, but the baby times, which is basically the time you're going to be PCs, is yeah. you're not you're not going to be dealing with them in that kind of Western parental way. Nope, this isn't Rousseau. Right. So, like Clemente, I can imagine it's going to be like Lone Wolf and Cub. Be like, <laughs> Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. Mandalorian. Just change change your picture out for um Pablo. Yeah. yeah. And you'll just be like, and you'll be like, excuse me, I must put down the babe before I stab those people. And everyone's like, are you bringing a child in here? Uh pickpocket? What child? <laughs> you have a child. Ha ha ha. Look behind your ear. Exactly. Um, This was a lot of fun. Thank you all. You're welcome. I, by the way, I what I actually expected to happen at the masquerade thing was that you guys were going to knock on the door and then do some bluffs and be like, basically, like, oh, we heard that this was a thing to kind of go to, and since you were outside and being open, then they would have been like, oh, well, who have you killed? And then it was going to be, and then you were going to build up, and then you would have been like, okay, these are bad news bear guys. Let's start picking them off one by one in quiet areas. And then it was like, Clemente is like, hello, everyone. I I am. Yes. One time I couldn't sneak. And, And the best part was, you're like, why is everyone looking at me differently? Oh, right. Everyone is wearing an obvious face mask, and I look like a person. I almost <laughs> expected to try to pickpocket a mask off someone. <laughs> oh god, I didn't even think of that. And then the other person would be like, why aren't you wearing a mask? And you point at him. <laughs> what was Oh man, I'm so sorry I dropped the ball on that one. No worries. No, not at all. So I was actually considering before the teleport thing is like now, there is a merit where you don't suffer the penalty for having one wound. And the yes. whole justification of buying it now would have been like, I've never been hurt this bad before. Why would I know? <laughs> I didn't know, you know. I only got slapped around a little. Right. Um, yeah. So, and by the way, you cannot control when your Sadai spear jumps. It's just, right. it seemed appropriate 
that it would require XP. <laughs> right, you're wearing it. You're its purpose. You've actually know and studied what it was meant to do. You're you're going poke poke. I'm being overwhelmed as they cover yep. up the shadow in you as they're reaching over you. You just fall mm-hmm. through. And I also like that, like they're running up and you fall from the sky because the Sadai yes. people, the whole idea is they jump ahead and then fall down. <laughs> and you're like ah, a plunk. <laughs> and um, also, we do need to make sure uh, that someone does a uh, medicine roll on you um, because you still do need a first aid before you can naturally heal. So let's make sure we get that done next game. Okay. Well, trust Silver Edge Medics. Next game. They when they rolled for me. Oh, okay. Okay, and remember, next game is not this coming week. This coming week, I am in London, and then um, next game is in two weeks. Okay, awesome. Okay, good night, all. All right, bye bye. Good night, everybody. Bye.